This is Free Talk Live. You can dial in toll-free and take control of the airwaves. Bring up anything you would like. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. And we give you the features on the site completely free. So enjoy those on us. Uh, Once again, that's freetalklive.com. Joining you this evening, it's Ian. And Wayne. And Mark. Uh, All right. So 800-259-9231 is the number here coming up here. Got a a couple of school-related issues. One regarding the Secret Service. The other regarding sex on a school bus. And, of course, uh, we'll apparently take... their ride to school is entirely different than mine used to be. Yeah. Me, too. We'll, uh, we'll take your calls as well at 800-259-9231. But, uh, Wayne, you're here tonight. You're, you're certainly a guy who pays attention to the, uh, the financial scene, the, the financial news. You're, you're, I think you were very wise in, in those ways. And uh, are you familiar with Bitcoin? Yes, I am. Okay. Uh, Bitcoin, of course, uh, they're sponsoring. Well, it's, it's hard to say they are sponsoring. Bitcoin is not sponsoring. Somebody is sponsoring this program on behalf of the concept of Bitcoin. Yeah, I don't know the sponsor is even the right term. They're advertising Bitcoin uh, through the program in the hopes that more people will find this. Um, Aren't all of our advertisers also known as sponsors? Yeah, I don't, I don't know that that's the, 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 the entirely the purpose. Sponsors come on for different reasons than advertisers do. Really? That's news to me. I'd never heard that yeah. distinction before. I, I, I think advertisers wish to advertise themselves. Sponsors wish to sponsor the show. I see. I, that's, that's the way I tend to think of it. Um, and like the difference between uh, public television and commercial television? Like they've to got some sponsors extent. versus yeah. advertisers? Uh, sponsors I usually think of as people who uh, sponsor particular sections of the website. So, you know, this is brought to you by like the hmm. phone lines by SACL CAI, the archives by, um, uh, you know, they used to be brought yeah, by whomever and, and the cams brought to you by memorydealers.com, that, that kind of thing. As the case may be, Bitcoin's very interesting. And the more people that find out about them, I think the, the more likely they are to take off. It's clear to me that they are the model by which the new world currency at some point, uh, you know, the, the, one of the currencies that will be very popular is oh, going to take win- off. Yeah, it's, it's absolutely a winning model. In fact, it seems th- like it. There's but in a decentralized way. Right. Well, that's why, it's, that's why it's, I think, going to be a success unless the government somehow figures out a way to shut it down. Uh, because it is the decentralization of the Bitcoin, the fact that it is a, a currency that is based anonymously it is peer-to-peer it doesn't have a central bank there's not one location at which the federal government can show up with a squad of jackbooted thugs and do some physical damage and kidnap certain people and put it all to an end there's no way they can do that with bitcoin so stopping bitcoin for the feds is going to be much more of a, a challenge if they can even begin to rise to yeah that. i don't think that they can i think that they're just going to be befuddled by it okay Whose door do we kick in? Right, right. They, right who's in charge? Uh, they, there's no. They don't even. Know, right. They, you know, there was a. It's it's interesting to think of the, to think in the way that they think, and they think of well, uh, if we're going to attack a country, where's the capital? If we're going to mm-hmm. attack a company, where's the CEO? Mm-hmm. If we're going to go to the uh, house, we're going to arrest the mail. I mean, right. that is what they do. Yeah, who's in charge of this group of activists? I mean, if mm-hmm. you like, we get that all the time up here in New Hampshire because. The liberty movement here is very decentralized. There's nobody who's in charge necessarily. But frequently, that's the question we get from the police. If there's some sort of situation, they show up and they ask the question, who's in charge of your group? (laughs) 
there is no answer to that question. <laughs> it used to be the joke was they'd uh, they'd point at the president, which uh, was a seven year old boy. <laughs> yeah, he's probably like eight or nine by this uh, this point. Yeah, he's much older. He's, still, he's it's a good joke. Yeah. So here's the at, news. At this about, point, at eight or nine, though, I wouldn't I wouldn't point at the kid anymore. Who knows what they do? Yeah, right. Uh, so here's the news about the Bitcoin uh, from Launch.is. It's called Bitcoin P2P currency, as in peer to peer, the most dangerous project we've ever seen. A month ago, this is Jason Calacanis who writes this. I heard folks talking online about a virtual currency called Bitcoin that is untraceable and unhackable. Folks were using it to buy and sell drugs online because supports uh, content that they liked. And worst of all, gasp, play poker. Bitcoin (laughs) is a peer-to-peer currency that could topple governments, destabilize economies, and create uncontrollable global bazaars for contraband. I sent the 30 or so producers of my show This Week in Startups out to research the top players, and we did a show on Bitcoin on May 10th. Since that time, the number of Bitcoin stories has surged. After a month of research and discovery, we've learned the following. Number one, Bitcoin is a technologically sound project. Two, Bitcoin is unstoppable without end-user prosecution. Three, Bitcoin is the most... What is end-user prosecution? I'm sorry. Meaning going after the users. Instead okay. of like with the Liberty Dollar, where they went after the Liberty Dollar's mm-hmm. uh, owner, essentially mm-hmm. the guy that created it, and a few of his staff members, they would have to start some kind of a campaign of attacking Bitcoin's users in order to create an intimidation, you know, some sort of an aura of intimidation over this particular market segment, with the, the intention of stopping people from using it. Which, of course, it's completely anonymous. So, how the hell are they going to accomplish that? They've got their work cut out for them. Number three, Bitcoin is the most dangerous open source project ever created. Why is it dangerous? Dangerous to whom? To the state. It's not going to right. Isn't my computer's not going to blow up? Is it? Right. Number four. uh, Excuse me. Number five. uh, Wait. Number four. Bitcoin may be the most dangerous technological. I always get confused when the numbers get high too. I mean, like you know, four, five. (laughs) I get confused. Bitcoin may be the most dangerous technological project since the Internet itself. Number five, Bitcoin is... So the Internet's dangerous? Is that what they're calling dangerous? I think they mean to the status quo. Yes. Number five, Bitcoin is a political statement by technitarians, that is, technological libertarians. Number six, Bitcoin will change the world unless governments ban them with harsh penalties. What are Bitcoins? They're virtual coins in the form of a file that's stored on your device. These coins can be sent to and from users in three ways. One, direct with peer-to-peer software downloaded at Bitcoin.org. Two, via an escrow service like ClearCoin. Now, of course, escrow, for those that don't know, is where you give money to a trusted third party. So, for instance, if you're buying something from somebody that you don't trust, like through Bitcoin, where everyone's anonymous and you don't really know How could who you you're dealing them, right? with, you go with a third party, you send them the bitcoins, they send the product uh, to the third party, and the third party then – or there's some vari- there are variations of this. But essentially, they act as the go-between, the verification service that everybody's playing as they're supposed to. And so once the third party can uh, verify that the product has been delivered, whether it's delivered to the third party or the other party just simply verifies that they receive the product, they then disperse the funds to the seller. Does that make sense? Did I explain that appropriately? I think so. Kind of like PayPal, right? Is PayPal an escrow service? To some extent, I think... 
No, PayPal doesn't wait for confirmation. Uh, so I don't think I don't think PayPal really qualifies. I'm not an expert on escrow. I've well, never really used- Generally escrow in the real world means you give money to a lawyer or somebody who's mm-hmm. trusted PA um which basically means a lawyer. Um uh, but you would give give money to a trusted third party and then when the whatever was done was done then you then they give the money away. It's just two people that don't necessarily trust each other. Yeah. That's how they give money to each other. Yeah. So, yeah, PayPal does the service of protecting buyers' identities as far as their pay- payment information. It does that, uh, but it doesn't verify delivery on product prior to dispersing funds. So there are ways to reclaim money. So if you know the buyer, excuse me, if the seller, for instance, doesn't sell what he was supposed to sell, or something's wrong, and they've already got the money because most sellers won't ship without the money with PayPal. There is a way for a buyer through PayPal to dispute the transaction to go through a kind of a mediation arbitration service with PayPal. So mm-hmm. there's there's something after the fact. I don't know if you'd really call that an escrow service. So there's more here about Bitcoin. 800-259-9231. So you can do uh, peer-to-peer software direct transactions. You can uh, transact via an escrow service or via a Bitcoin currency exchange, like one of these online websites where you you don't even need the software to, to do this stuff. Uh, 1-800-259-9231. But why is it so dangerous? Why are they saying that this is dangerous? They're going to uh, explicate that here in a moment. 800-259-9231. This is Free Talk Live. Are you moving to New Hampshire for the Free State Project? Maybe you are already here and need to find a place to call your own. Mark Warden, the Porcupine Realtor, will help you find the perfect property. Do you want a home with 50 acres of land? How about an income-producing building? Perhaps a cabin on a lake or a condo in an urban area? Invest in liberty and property. Contact Mark Warden, Porcupine Realtor. See his banner ad at freetalklive.com. Or visit porcupinerealtor.com. That's porcupinerealtor.com. This is Free Talk Live. Dial in toll-free. Bring up anything you would like at 800-259-9231, the SACL CAI toll-free line. We've got features on our website, and we give them to you for free. Those other talk show hosts, they want to charge you for accessing their sites. Ours is free over at freetalklive.com. You can see the Shrine of Female listeners there with our brand-newest Shriner, April. Uh, You can go and take a look over at shrine.freetalklive.com. Dozens of ladies who've taken the time to send in their validated photo or video showing that uh, they are listeners of this program. Go to shrine.freetalklive.com. And if you are a lady listener, you can uh, follow the instructions there on the page and get your own picture up there on the Shrine. Uh, Go ahead and go to shrine.freetalklive.com to do that. We're talking about Bitcoin, and we talk about Bitcoin on a regular basis because somebody who's a supporter of Bitcoin has uh, very generously decided to buy some sponsorship, buy an advertising package here with Free Talk Live. Honestly, they're not being generous. What they're doing is they believe that Bitcoins can change the world, and they're hoping to change the world and make it a better place for themselves and the people they love. Sure, sure. I see where you're coming from, Mark. But generally, I, why wouldn't you call that generous? I mean, because they are, they're, they're backing something I call it up. wise. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's, that's fine. I just feel like somebody who's advertising something with which they don't have a direct financial interest is, uh, you know, I think that's a, a generous move uh, to make. A I mean, better, I, a better I do, world for their children and grandchildren surely is a good investment. Yeah. 
So anyway, uh, weusecoins.org is where you can go to learn more about Bitcoin. But we're going to tell you more about it now because there's a great write-up online about Bitcoin and what it really means. Uh, again, you can go to weusecoins.org to learn more about it. There's a lot uh, to learn about Bitcoin. It's, it's, it's a new idea, and it may take a little bit to really wrap your mind around it for me. It, it did for me. Yeah, I, I was not – at first when people started uh, offering Bitcoins, uh, to me it was like, all right, whatever, you know, t- take your little Bitcoins, your digital currency. I was using this cute with the digital peer-to-peer currency. Who's really going to want this crap? Because I went online and I looked and I saw that there was like maybe just a handful, and this was months ago, there were maybe just a handful of places that uh, could take the Bitcoin, and I thought, well, you know, this really isn't worth very much right now. Things so, were incipient at yeah, that what, time. Yeah. What am I going to do with these things? Oh, I'll take them, but you know, whatever. And then all of a sudden, uh, I, I, I caught the vision. And really, it is all about, if you want to get somebody excited uh, by something, they have to catch the vision. They have to see something similar to what you see in it they have to be able to be presented with the you know the correct pitch if you will and i saw the uh, the light shall we say with bitcoin and uh, maybe you'll find this uh, as interesting as uh, as i have here in mark and, and wayne so what we're sharing with you is uh, launch.is they've done up a piece called bitcoin the most dangerous project we've ever seen and they're kind of giving you a rundown of exactly how it works uh, so the benefits of uh Excuse me. The uh, each so look, so here's an explanation of what uh, bitcoins are from uh, Launch.is. Each owner transfers the coin to the next by digitally signing a hash of the previous transaction and the public key of the next owner and adding these to the end of the coin. A pay- okay, I'm already lost. Yeah, I can't explain what that means to you. A payee can verify this. Just trust me, it works. I believe it works. <laughs> a payee can verify the signatures to verify the chain of owners ownership. The benefits of a currency like this include that A, your coins can't be frozen like a PayPal account can be. B, your coins can't be tracked. C, your coins can't be taxed. That's a big one. D, transaction costs are extremely low. And uh, sorry, credit card companies. In fact, when you do a transaction on Bitcoin, there's no cost whatsoever. They ask you if you'd like to donate to Bitcoin. 0.01 Bitcoin to kind of the the Bitcoin network to cover costs of whatever, I don't know, whatever costs they're incurring. And when I've done a transaction there, I have included the 0.01. But now 0.01 Bitcoin is worth a heck of a lot more than it, uh, than it used to be. Those, those things, Bitcoins have, uh, what do you call it when something goes 10 times? I mean, I know about quadrupled and quintupled and sextupled and what is, what, what is dectupled? Dectupled, D-E-C? It's a 10 bag. Yeah, <laughs> religion, their, uh, their value has gone up quite a bit. So here's more information for you. They, um, Bitcoins are created by a complex algorithm. Only 21 million of the Bitcoins can be made by the year 2140. Your desktop Bitcoin software can make Bitcoins, but at this point, the electricity and time it would take to produce a Bitcoin is larger than the actual value of a Bitcoin, meaning that you really have to grind away your computer's processor in order to create one of these new Bitcoins. Essentially, the, the software allows you to maybe you could use the term mine a Bitcoin. You can add a Bitcoin into your wallet. You can have more Bitcoins yeah. and, and by, therefore into the Bitcoin network by literally cranking out your, your computer's processor. And it's essentially just doing math. 
your computer's just doing math and after math after math and it's got a busy work right. uh, like it, it has this busy work that in order to create a uh, bitcoin so that there's it uh, to some extent it's kind of labor theory of value uh, your computer has to do a certain level of work and it's a randomized level of work so it could just do it in a second or it could take it days not, not to very do likely it. it's not very likely it's going to go the, that fast but i thought it was randomized i don't mm, i don't think so okay it, it takes a, a bit of time so, again, the electricity costs more money than the actual Bitcoin that you'll end up making. So there's a, a financial disincentive against making these new Bitcoins. Uh, so the actual value, let's see here, the, to produce a Bitcoin that's, the, that's larger than the actual value of a Bitcoin, uh, your laptop might take five years, for instance, to make one. And they currently trade at $6.70 per Bitcoin. Now, this was written a few days ago. It's over $7. It was over 8 or $9. It's actually come down a little bit uh, in the past couple of days. Bitcoin miners use super cheap graphic processing units, not computers, not mm-hmm. the actual... Uh, not the actual uh, CPU. CPU that's in your computer, but an actual like a graphics card uh, computer uh, to create bitcoins. But as more people come online to make them, the algorithm actually adjusts so that one block can only be made every 10 minutes. Now, who invented the Bitcoin? This is something that's been discussed before. There's no real answer to it. An individual with the name or perhaps pseudonym of Satoshi Nakamoto first wrote about Bitcoins in a paper called Bitcoin, a peer-to-peer electronic cash system. This person has stepped back from the project and trusted Gavin Anderson to take, the, uh, take charge as the project's technical lead. Now, I feel sorry for Gavin uh, on this because that kind of renown is going to make him the target. If something does happen, if the the federal government does try to do something about Bitcoin, and as you pointed out, I think, Mark, that uh, the feds move slow. Like, they're still trying to figure out how to tax the Internet. Yeah. They're, they're not quite too quick when it comes to this whole figuring out technology thing. But they are pretty good at finding the leader and targeting them. Now, Gavin isn't really in charge of Bitcoin. He can't stop Bitcoin. He can't create the Bitcoins. He's not actually... Is that his real name? Yeah, we've actually met Gavin. Gavin is a listener of this show. Wow. Which is kind of interesting coincidence. Well, um, they call them uh, technotarians. I mean, that's right. I mean, what what are what is what was the base audience, the P1 audience of Free Talk Live since whenever is libertarians who are interested in technology. There's certainly a a core group of our audience on online. There's no doubt about that. So, you know, I kind of feel sorry for Gavin because of that, but at least Gavin's a liberty-minded dude and he probably knows better than to talk to the cops. Mm-hmm. So it should be interesting if they do decide to uh, to come after. I him think for this. he's actually uh, going to the CIA headquarters to talk to them about um, about bitcoins. So he's briefing the the feds on the the, the subject. That's interesting. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two. Well, he's not trying. He's, he's he's trying to be as open and as upfront about it as possible. I see. Hey guys, we're going to take you down. <laughs> I don't think that's what he's saying. 800-259-9231. Your power structure is going out the window. We're coming up. Free Talk Live. As a smoker, you know traditional cigarettes are unhealthy, and the taxes be the very beast stealing your freedom to smoke. That's why the Vapor Station offers an assortment of electronic cigarette kits. Each rechargeable, refillable kit is an effective, affordable alternative to smoking. No combustion, no tar, no foul, lingering odors, and no smoke, secondhand or otherwise. Just inhale pure enjoyment and exhale vapor. Take a puff just about anywhere without getting hassled. Get your e-cigarette kit now at VaporStation.com. Thank you. 
This is Free Talk Live. Dial in toll-free and bring up anything you want at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website, freetalklive.com. The features are free. We've got a wiki with over 2,000 pages created by listeners like you, W-I-K-I, wiki.freetalklive.com. You can go there and you can edit virtually anything you see, wiki.freetalklive.com. Uncovering the secrets and exposing the lies. That's what the readers of freedomsphoenix.com get every day. Readers of freedomsphoenix.com are constantly provided the detailed real news that lies between the lines of propaganda and the relationship that we have with coercive governments. Freedomsphoenix.com offers up-to-the-minute updates on the economy, technology, communications, and the rise of the police state. Go now to freedomsphoenix.com and sign up for the free daily dispatch. It's freedomsphoenix.com. Everything you ever wanted to know about Bitcoin from Launch.is. We're going to give you some more. They're talking about how it is the most dangerous project they think they've ever seen. Uh, we'll get some more of those details here in a moment. But first, let's talk to Scott in Florida. Scott, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian Wayne and Mark. Scott in Florida. Hi, how you doing? You're on the air. Doing well. What's on your mind tonight? Well, good. I just want to talk a little bit about Bitcoin. Okay. Uh, I think it's a really neat technology. Um, I just have a few questions. Maybe you or your, your listeners could fill me in on. I mean, we'll do our best. It seems Bitcoin, uh, it seems Bitcoin it, I mean, it's still a fiat currency, right? It has no intrinsic value. It's not, you can't touch it. Well, <clears throat> this is an interesting question, right? Yes, technically, I think it probably meets the definition of fiat. Again, I'm not a monetary expert. Well, um, a fiat currency is uh, is something that is uh, distributed by fiat. Like somebody says, okay, let's make some more of that. Or this is money because we say it is. And so I don't know that it actually fits the definition of fiat. However, it does sort of fit the definition that we come up with fiat, which means that nothing backs it. Kind of yeah, like the right. hour so, from Ithaca, New York, and some of the local currencies are the same way. But it does have value because people have assigned it value because it is useful in the marketplace. So it fits a market segment, uh, a demand yeah. that people have for an anonymous distributed currency. A competing it's, currency at that. Right. And so it fits that uh, that segment. It's not legally enforced like the Federal Reserve note is. And that may be kind of a hallmark of a fiat currency is where there's the, the force of the violent monopoly that stands behind it. So this has value because the market it says it has value sure okay so but i mean any any company that has uh, a large amount of backing could make make their own bitcoin though they could you know say google or somebody comes up with you know professional tools you know real marketplaces uh like like auction sites or something like that any any company could come in and effectively replace bitcoin so there would be an exodus from the current bitcoin to whatever the new thing is there's nothing intrinsic about bitcoin in and of itself it's well, co- it's correct i mean the you know the it's, it's a commodity at this point people want it um some people could create a commodity that they want more right there could be a competitor there, that comes there's up. a there's an issue of first to the market and generally you know sort of sure. you're dealing with humans and bitcoin is first to the market and humans tend to like originals and things like that now uh, there's there's a great deal of examples on the internet of where this didn't work uh, myspace and uh, friendster are good examples of uh, social networking sites that were first to market and didn't work um, but i don't know about anything about friendster but i can tell you that myspace was buggy as crap um, it 
was it was a messed up site that you had to have a great deal of patience in dealing with. So if Bitcoin is technologically sound, and I am not the person to ask that to. The geeks but certainly it, seem to think so. If it is, then um, it then it you know that that's a good thing. However, I think that there's a value in talking about an online currency, even if it doesn't end up being Bitcoin a hundred years from now, because that's kind of what you're asking for. You're asking us to uh, show me why Bitcoin will will be any good in fifteen years. And maybe and it I won't. can't. Right. Yeah, maybe yeah. it won't. And maybe yeah. it won't last the next six months. I mean, we have no idea what the market's going to come up with. It could be better, more competitive yeah. than the Bitcoin. It, it could be a precursor to something else in the future too. But it's it's a great idea. Someone's willing to throw an idea out there and, and explore it and hash it out and see not just throw throw an idea out wayne but also put i think they they cite the number of dollars worth of bitcoins out there now mm-hmm. like you're, you're talking about millions upon millions like 40 million dollars worth of uh, bitcoins in circulation but so could, people are putting money behind this as but well any kind of monetary system is only as good as people's faith in it so yeah if, if they can keep it in a, in a way where they don't create too many of them that somebody some mad hacker doesn't get control of the algorithm mm-hmm. and allow the creation of too many bitcoins it could be a viable system your thoughts? And then one last question I had is, is I, I don't see any way to actually short that, that currency. To so short it? It seems like it only has a, an upward tra- trajectory, like, uh, you know, like with the dollar or even, even gold or silver futures, you can, you can short them to, to bring down the speculation in it. I don't understand what that. Yeah, I don't know how to short dollars other than putting your money into things besides Federal Reserve notes like Canadian dollars or gold or silver or something like that. There's an exchange to do that, though. There's 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 different commodity or uh, sorry, currency exchanges. The Bitcoin is not in one of those exchanges, so it can't be shorted. Yeah, at some point, somebody will likely create that. One thing I'd like to point out is that one of the reasons that Bitcoin's valuable to people is because it's anonymous and peer to peer. Mm -hmm. Would you trust Google to create an anonymous peer to peer currency? No. Right. I mean, no, you know, <laughs> would you right. trust would you trust the United States government to put out an anonymous peer-to-peer currency? I mean, you yeah. it almost has to be put out by uh, a, an organization that doesn't currently exist. I wouldn't trust PayPal with this. All right, so I looked up the definition of fiat yeah. and I think that uh, I was wrong and that the definition of fiat has absolutely nothing to do with uh, what I had said earlier. The definition is what an a- authoritative de- decree. Mm-hmm. And there's no That's one who's said. in a position of authority over, you know, Bitcoin is not being authoritatively decreed in regards to anything. No one is saying you must use this. And that is what the fiat currency is, is where the government has these legal tender laws that says you must use this currency. If you're going to do a transaction, if you have some kind of debt to someone and you're in the so-called United States, you have to accept our currency as payment of that debt. That is the authoritative decree that stands behind the Federal Reserve note. It's also a hallmark, I think, of fiat currency that typically it's not uh, backed by anything. So that's my answer. That's why that you question. need an authoritative degree, decree to, uh, to make, to it make it a currency. Yeah. So there you go. Any, All right, thanks. thanks for the call thanks tonight. I appreciate much. hearing from you at 800-259-9231. We're sharing a story here from uh, launch.is with a lot of detail about Bitcoin, probably a, a lot more than, uh, than I'm learning a few things here just by uh, by by going through it. So they asked the question, who invented this? And somebody by the name of Satoshi Nakamoto wrote about Bitcoins and has stepped back from the project and trusted Gavin Anderson to take charge of the project's technical lead. Now, Gavin actually lives up here in the Northeast. He's not in New Hampshire, uh, but he is nearby. He's down in, uh, I think, at the Amherst, Massachusetts area. And really sharp dude. He actually came up to Keene once. Yeah. We had uh, some lunch. We had Thai food. 
Right. We had some uh, some Thai food with him. It was very good. And uh, he's, it was an interesting conversation. And at that point, I wasn't sold on Bitcoin yet. So I, we, I think we both had a lot of questions for him uh, at that time. Yeah, I, I'm you know so behind on technology and things like that. I almost have trouble asking the right questions. I don't even know how to, to form them. So how does one buy and sell Bitcoins? Well, currently, PayPal and credit card companies are now making it illegal to sell Bitcoins. Why? Well, simple. PayPal's terms of service prohibit currency exchange. CoinPal had its account frozen uh, at the PayPal system because PayPal feels threatened by Bitcoin. Rather than doing the smart thing and embracing Bitcoin as part of their system, they are attacking anybody that uses their system to essentially exchange Bitcoin. So to turn U.S. dollars into or other dollars, other forms of currency into Bitcoin, PayPal get very upset about that. Yeah, kind of like what Comcast is doing with Netflix right now. What are they doing? They're trying to prevent Netflix from using their bandwidth because oh. they, they compete with them. When you download a movie from Netflix, it's maybe a pay-per-view you, you don't buy right. on, on, on your cable service. So they're desperately trying to keep the old pay-per-view service uh, afloat, basically. Yes. Uh, given that you can't whip out your PayPal account and buy them and that it will become harder and harder to get them, Bitcoins will be bartered for services in the real world. For example, a Hacker News community member named Nicholas Carson just boasted that he's being paid for a programming project in bitcoins and in the next year you'll hear about people in casinos in vegas buying and selling bitcoins for cash and casino chips that's an interesting speculation Mm. i uh, really look forward to seeing that come true at 800-259-9231 that's the SACL cai toll free line you can take control of the airwaves bring up whatever's on your mind more about the dangerous bitcoin in moments are you looking for camping hunting or shooting gear ManVentureOutpost.com carries knives, ammunition, scopes, binoculars, laser sights, fish finders, and boating equipment from manufacturers like Aimpoint, Bushnell, Otterbox, Crimson Trace, K-Bar, Remington, Streamlight, Winchester, and more. ManVentureOutpost.com. Family owned and members of the Better Business Bureau. Prices so low, some can't be advertised. Get an additional 5% off with coupon code FTL. Get it quick. Get it from ManVentureOutpost.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything you want. Dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We'll give you the features on the site for free, so enjoy those on us. Once again, freetalklive.com. Joining you tonight, it's Ian. And Wayne. And Mark. We're getting geeky here with the Bitcoin story out of launch.is, talking about why it's the most dangerous currency ever invented, maybe one of the most dangerous technological projects ever uh, invented. And by dangerous, I believe they mean dangerous to the status quo, dangerous to the state, dangerous to their power over your life and your financial transactions. Bitcoin is a decentralized, anonymous, peer-to-peer, internet-based currency. It's completely digital. And uh, I become a fan of it. We use is it we use coins.org, Mark? Yeah, it's, we uh, use coins.org. It's a site you can go to to learn more about it. But we're telling you a lot right now because they really do a good rundown here at this launch.is piece here. Talking about how they're expecting within just a maybe sometime this year, perhaps, that you'll start to see more people in Vegas, for instance, uh, buying and selling bitcoins for cash and casino chips. Imagine a bachelor party comes to Vegas and someone that's not you, call him STNY, gives $550 to a guy at a bar, and he takes out his laptop or tablet and ships 100 bitcoins to STNY's phone. 
STNY then goes to Craigslist and ships some bitcoins to an escort and drug dealer who then show up in person and provide goods and services. Last month, folks were buzzing about an online drug marketplace called Silk Road Market, which was reportedly trading in, well, all kinds of drugs, marijuana, mushrooms, LSD, ecstasy, and DMT. And this was what got me excited uh, about Bitcoin because I saw it as... <laughs> sure, drug addict. As I'm not a drug addict. Uh, I saw it as the killer app because one of the problems with the black market is there's a lot of risk involved. And uh, you never know what you're going to get. And the, you know you might get drugs that you're not expecting to get. And you might get them that are you know, kind of impure and possibly dangerous. Bitcoin doesn't solve all those problems, but it does help move the market to a more competitive, uh, more open stance because you can just openly buy drugs on the Internet now with Bitcoin and have them shipped to you. And you have complete plausible deniability around where they came from. If somebody ships you some drugs, you didn't know, you know, you can. I, hey, I didn't order that. How, how can you prove? How could the uh, the cops prove that it was you who actually ordered those drugs they they can't yeah. because bitcoin is completely anonymous plus the silk road market combi- combines the anonymity of bitcoin with the anonymity of an anonymous web browsing service called tor i guess mm-hmm. tor can do more than web browsing but that's what it's frequently used for is for browsing to uh, information for instance that uh, certain people don't want you to see and so you visit this Silk Road marketplace with an anonymous web uh, web connection, buy the the drugs there with an anonymous currency, and then you can have it shipped to wherever you want it to ship it to. And the uh, Silk Road market acts as an escrow agent. They hold the funds and they wait until you confirm that you've gotten the product. But this whole fear tactic around people can use this to buy drugs is also negated by the the the. Well, I should say it's reinforced by the drug war, but if you don't believe in the drug war, that's an irrelevant argument anyway, because people should have the right to put what they want in their body. Even if you and I, Mark, don't agree with putting things in our body like that, I support anybody's right to do it if they want to. I just don't uh, support Ian putting whatever he wants in his body because <laughs> uh, you know he, it worries me. <laughs> However, the, the same arguments that are made against um, you know Bitcoin being anonymous and that uh, one can share it without the government knowing and things like that are the same arguments that one could make about cash. I mean, yeah. so if you don't like bitcoins, you don't like cash. But, you're but a nosy, bitcoins busy, travel busy even faster than cash. Right, bitcoins move almost. But, but you're right, Mark. You're right. Bitcoins it's, it's are internet degree. are internet cash. That's yeah. all they are. The, for, for the for the people who you know are sitting there going, ah, blah, blah, which similar to me when I first figured this out, bitcoins are internet cash, internet dollar bills. Because you had up up until this point, you had to use credit cards or whatever, mm-hmm. and everything was trackable. And if you want your situation to be private as many people do for whatever reason they use cash for whatever reason they use it bitcoins are good for that right now as the article points out here of course since bitcoin transaction are uh, transactions are untraceable you would have zero recourse if you sent a dozen bitcoins to someone for a couple of tabs of lsd just like you might lose your ten dollars if you gave it to a kid in the schoolyard for a dime bag and he never came back so there's always some risk involved but the bitcoin and the open marketplace for the, you know, the Silk Road market, which, by the way, they sell other things there, not just drugs. Like you can you know, possibly sell a gun on the, uh, the Silk Road marketplace or you could sell – you can sell anything there that otherwise you would have a difficult time, say, listing on eBay. That's kind of the purpose of it, to mm-hmm. provide that alternative and uh, give people what they're looking for. So, yeah, of course, there's a little bit of risk involved. But because the sellers are competing in a relatively open marketplace and the sellers have the ability to be rated – 
there's a level of competition that doesn't exist in the black market. Because in the black market, people settle their competitive disputes frequently with violence. That's you know, what you've always heard about the drug war, or they, not the drug war, but the drug dealers, is they'll, mm-hmm. you know, they'll fight over turf. But in this case, these drug dealers don't know who each other are. They don't know where their turf is. Their, their turf is the entire world, essentially, at this point, or wherever it is that they've, they've agreed to ship to. Some, some people won't ship outside of their country, for instance. Um, so their, their turf is much larger, and there's a, a potentially unlimited amount of dealers who could be competing in this particular digital space. And so that actually increases the likelihood that you're going to deal with somebody who's honest. It increases the likelihood that you're going to deal because they want to have a good reputation because they want to keep selling the drugs there through that market. Mm-hmm. And it also increases the likelihood that that honest person will sell you real drugs because frequently – or what it is that you ordered because frequently in the black market – you're at a club or something like that. Somebody's offering so-called ecstasy. Oh, <laughs> you better watch out because it may not be anything related to MDMA. It may be a completely different uh, drug. Whereas with the the, the black market, certainly dangerous. But I mean, I I mean, is is that really what Bitcoin's all about? Be able, people being able to sell drugs back and forth. But, well, but Mark, that was what I'm just explaining. Why I figured out this is what helped me figure out why Bitcoin is so valuable because it's anonymous. Like, why would anybody care if it's an anonymous currency? What's the deal there well this is a real this is a killer application because it allows people to buy something that is in high demand all across the world and it allows them to buy it with relative amount of safety which previously has been completely unavailable in the uh, the black market it's an incredible advancement well, for the uh, the black market distribution of with narcotics Bitcoin, your wallet sits in your computer is that right no not necessarily but you, it generally can you you can store your wallet wherever you want, so you can put it on a flash drive if you wanted to. So if um and and you know maybe people do that, maybe they don't. I don't know. Uh, may uh, so can somebody hack your computer, take your wallet? Yes. Um, savvy people can do that. But can't, if you were to put your wallet in a encrypted file, for instance, that would make things very difficult on that hacker. What about uh, some kind of um. You know, like I don't know, your your electrical line getting zapped and your computer zam. You have a backup of your computer. Yeah, I mean, like anything that's important on your computer, if you don't back it up, then that's you know, hey, you're taking a risk, yeah. right? So but back you know, it up. But I think you have to put this all in perspective too, in the sense that we've been very gradually in the last twenty years herded more and more into a cashless society where everything is tracked, everything is monitored, and and uh, you know, fifty years ago, everybody pretty much dealt in cash, and so all transactions were essentially anonymous back then. Yeah. So really, it's just taking us back to a more free society in a sense that it's nobody's business what you buy. But it's more anonymous now because you don't actually show up in person somewhere as you would have 40 or 50 years ago to buy something. It's very rare that you would have been able to walk into Woolworths with a mask on and uh, do a transaction. Except Halloween. So, So it wasn't really anonymous in that way. But uh, but it wasn't traced back then is what is really the, the yeah, important the, part. The point. Yeah. So according to uh, Launch.is, they say we're 100 percent certain that governments will start banning bitcoins in the next 12 to 18 months. I don't know. It seems like they'd be having a, they'd be work they'd be acting awfully fast in that case. But additionally, we're certain bitcoins will soar in value. They already have, and crush of uh, folks will flood the system and start using them. Currently, there are six million coins at six dollars and seventy cents each, which is actually higher than that now for a total economy of about four. $40 million. And we're talking about U.S. dollars, the value of Bitcoins. Uh, Bitcoin speculation and hoarding will also cause a massive spike in Bitcoin value. For example, if 10 million people find out about Bitcoins in the next year and want to buy $100 worth, $1 billion will be infused into the Bitcoin economy. And finally, there will be massive breakage in Bitcoins. If your laptop crashes and you didn't back up your Bitcoins... 
Well, too bad. You're SOL. If someone steals your laptop that has 10,000 bitcoins on it that you won on Bitcoin Poker, you're SOL. Lost your USB drive with 500 bitcoins on it after a night out on the town, you're SOL. Like 99design, sites like 99designs, Elance, and Odesk will start accepting bitcoins for payment. And if they don't, they'll face competition from folks who do. Bottom line. The world is going to be turned over by bitcoins unless governments step in and ban them by prosecuting the individuals who are using them. This is about to get really interesting, everyone. And I happen to agree. You can learn more over at WeUseCoins.org. Again, that's WeUseCoins.org. We'll get to your phone calls coming up in hour number two, whether you want to comment on Bitcoin. How do you feel about it? Do you feel like it's overhyped? Do you feel like it is, uh, it's, it's not really worth what people are saying it's worth? I mean, the marketplace is saying they're worth seven, $7 a piece right now. You can go to bitcoincharts.org to, uh, to see current prices of bitcoins from various different uh, exchanges across the web. More coming up here, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Do you use bitcoins? And if so, what for? It's Free Talk Live. In the amazing universe of podcasts, one podcast stands alone in excellence of broadcasting and neurology. It's verbalsurgery.com. That's right, verbalsurgery.com. Get your brain in gear. Get it full speed ahead. Get it going right now, baby, because you are awesome, awesome, awesome. And this podcast, when you listen to it, you will feel better right now. So go to verbalsurgery.com. Get with the program, baby. is free talk live you can dial in toll free and take control of the airwaves bring up whatever you'd like 800-259-9231 that's the SACL cai toll free line 1-800-259-9231 join us on our website at freetalklive.com we give you the features on the site they're completely free so enjoy those on us once again, that's freetalklive.com. Joining you tonight, it's Ian. And Wayne. And Mark. So in the first hour of the program, we got into a lot of detail about Bitcoin. Bitcoin is the anonymous digital peer-to-peer currency. It's completely uh, decentralized. There's no bank. There's no credit card company. There's no central anything behind Bitcoin. It's all done uh, through the magic of peer-to-peer uh, client software online. And it's an interesting concept and one that seems to be really taking off, especially within the last two months. It's just all of nowhere, just skyrocketed. I mean, prior to a couple months ago, it was, you know, flirting uh, between zero and a dollar in value and then broke the dollar point. And after that, just started skyrocketing. It was uh, almost up to $10 a few days ago. It's kind of come down a little bit since then. And is it currently at $6 and about 88 cents right now? And by the way, I, I gave the wrong website out before we went to break. It's bitcoincharts.com, not org. So if you want to get the latest uh, Bitcoin prices from different uh, different, I guess, marketplaces, if you will, online. They've kind of got them all right there, uh, bitcoincharts.com. And we're going to continue here because we actually have Gavin Anderson with us. He is uh, on the line. As I mentioned, he's a listener of this program and apparently listening uh, tonight. Gavin, we've been talking about Bitcoin. I don't know how much you've heard of the conversation thus far, but here you are. Hey, Ian. Um, yeah, I've heard, I don't know, the last 10 minutes or so. How do you feel about being essentially labeled the 
the person, the go-to guy for Bitcoin. I mean, this article that we were sharing a few moments ago, they revealed that the creator of the Bitcoin was uh, somebody with a pseudonym. And I remember from our conversation when we met up, we talked about this gentleman. Uh, you've never met him in person. Nobody really knows who this guy is. He's alleged to be the creator. He may not even be. And uh, apparently he has, uh, Satoshi Nakamoto has stepped away from the project. It says here has trusted you, Gavin, uh, to take charge as the project's technical lead. Does that distur- you know, concern you at all as far as the government possibly coming after you? I mean, even though shutting you down wouldn't stop Bitcoin, does, it, uh, does that dis- disturb you, having that level of publicity? Um, uh, well, it makes me a little bit uncomfortable. And, and i got to say, I'm, I'm a somewhat reluctant leader. Mm. And, I know uh, the feeling. And I'm actively trying to uh, and, and working to get more people involved so that it's not, you know, me. I think the press really likes to, to point to one single person they and sure say, do. you know, this is, this is the leader, this is the person who's running the whole thing. When, when the whole point of the project is there shouldn't be a leader, there shouldn't be one person you trust. Um, right. So, yeah, the whole thing's supposed to be decentralized, and, and, and I'm trying to, trying to, to, you know, give more credit because, you know, frankly, you know, I've... I've done a fair bit of work, but there are a whole bunch of other people who are working on Bitcoin and, and doing fantastic things with it. So, Why do you think that now, I mean, obviously you don't know what the market's doing, but from your perspective as somebody who's been involved for a long time, Bitcoin kicked off kind of what, in the, what 2008 around then? Uh, 2000, January 2009 was when, it, when Satoshi released the source code and very quietly started at chugging away, generating bitcoins. So just over a cup, just over two years at this point in existence. Why now, all of a sudden, has Bitcoin decupled almost in uh, in value over just the last what eight weeks or so? I mean, it's it's been uh, just a rocket yeah. ride up recently. Yeah, it's really started to kind of, kind of you know these internet things go viral, right? Mm-hmm. So. You know, there's a press story. Uh, uh, Forbes did an article that I think really helped. Mm, so Forbes, and, Forbes being a money magazine, maybe some people with money saw that article and decided to put some money into uh, to Bitcoin, thereby driving the price up. Exactly. Yeah. And 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 you know, as it starts to get press, you know, press stories trigger other press stories, and uh, you know, the, I think that the press tends to have a bit of a herd mentality, and that you know, something gets hot. And you see lots and lots of stories about it, lots of interest. And of course, with Bitcoin, uh, you know, the more people who are interested in it, the more people who start using it, the more valuable it is because mm-hmm. the money is only useful if if, if it's people being are used. trading things for it. Yeah, yeah, it's got some real advantages. Now, I'm never going to tell people don't have gold or silver, um, you know, in, in your possession. You want to diversify. It but, makes sense right, to have all of it's it. It's about um, diversification, and Bitcoins have some distinct advantages. People have been acclimated throughout the years to other currencies in the form of coupons. I mean, you know, a coupon is a... It's a is, currency. It's a currency. It's a private currency. It's a private currency with a, a manufacturer in order to get a certain amount off of a product or, or a retail chain or whatever. Mm-hmm. And people or are like acclim- bonus bucks or whatever, not necessarily right. coupons, but there are other ways that private currencies right. exist. Right. The same way with a, a loyalty card, you know, mm-hmm. buy ten sandwiches, get your eleventh sandwich free. Right, uh, that's a currency um, that the that you're building up with these, and and people are used to these private currencies to some extent in their lives, so they they've been acclimated to Bitcoin, and Bitcoins have a huge advantage over gold and silver. Bitcoins fly through the air quickly at, at light speed, and then you can do business that way. Gold and silver lays on the ground. Somehow, somebody has to pick it up and transport it from one place to another. And you that, could buy gold and silver with Bitcoin. You can do mm-hmm. that, and I think that that's what you know. It's a good way to store store value. Yep, well, and being able to back them up is awfully nice. Also, you know, you don't have to 
kind of put all your eggs in one basket. You know, you can uh, back up your get bitcoins nine ways to Sunday and be pretty secure in the knowledge mm-hmm. that you know even if a, a meteor hits your house, you know, there's a copy somewhere that uh, you know you will still have your bitcoins. Right, yeah, you're talking you, about backing up the uh, the Bitcoin wallet. That is the most critical aspect of right. Of you you could put things. your wallet in an encrypted disk image that you back up even offline to to the cloud if you want, because once it's encrypted, it's it's not very easy to open it. Right, because you don't yep. have to have the wallet. You don't have to have your Bitcoin wallet online in order to receive money into it, do you, Gavin? You can just have that wallet somewhere encrypted, and as long as people are sending the Bitcoins to a certain key, this, there's this key code that you have, basically, that you give out. So when you go to freetalklive.com, you see the Bitcoin logo up at the, uh, the top right-hand side of the website. When you click on that logo, it takes you to a page that has our our key. It's a string of uh, of characters. Whether I have a wallet open or not does not prevent me from receiving money into that uh, that particular account. But I have a question. Yeah, but, I have a question about it. Hold what, on, Wayne. Oh, go ahead. Gonna, yeah, go ahead. Again. Oh, I was just going to say, yeah, you're absolutely right, Ian. The uh, in fact, um, you know, people who are really paranoid will will take their computer offline, generate a key, so they have the the public key. And they save that wallet away while their computer is offline and not connected to anything in the world. And then they have people pay that public key, and uh, the Bitcoin network will register those transactions. And, and, you know, those Bitcoins will be owned even though that private key has never been anywhere near the Internet. So there's no chance that it got, you know, stolen by anybody. You would only um, need to have your wallet if you're going to, to put money out from it, right? If you were going Exactly, to- yeah. To spend them, you need that that. That private key is what you use to uh, create a signature that says, you know, I give these bitcoins to somebody else. Right, and you can use uh, web services like, because uh, this was an issue for me at first, one of these things I had to get over and learn about. Uh, you can use some of these web services, these go-betweens, these kind of Bitcoin marketplaces like uh, mtgox.com or my, I think mybitcoin.com is another one. And yep. th- they will give you a key as well, and they'll hold a wallet for you in their system. You can have people send money to that website, and then whenever you want to, you can take those Bitcoins out of the website and put them in your, your private wallet. Mm-hmm. So you can have multiple, yep. uh, multiple addresses and kind of uh, layer them if you wanted to. Yeah, I have bitcoins at Mt. Gox. I have some bitcoins at uh, my bitcoin. Uh, the latest one is a, a really cool service called the InstaWallet.org hmm. that uh, actually gives you a wallet as soon as you go there. So you just go there and you don't have to create an account or anything. It just gives you a wallet that's tied to your browser. Sure so, enough. Uh, so, Wayne, what was your uh, question for Gavin? Well, first of all, what if you have a wallet on your computer and you receive two bitcoins and then your your hard drive crashes and you go back to your backup which doesn't have those two that you just received if it's not centralized do do you get those back or, or are they lost um the bitcoin software if you're running the bitcoin software you know if you're using one of these online wallet services you have to trust that they're going to do backups and you know keep keep their wallet safe um but if if you're running the bitcoin software on your computer then the first time you run it it actually generates it pre-generates a hundred of these keys, um, and so as long as you've backed up fairly recently, those keys will still be in the wallet, and you'll still have those bitcoins. Got it, Gavin. I don't know if there was something else you wanted to share. Is there? Um, just one more thing. There's a really cool website called thebitbills.com that are bitcoins you can hold. So you guys mm. should check that out. Ooh, interesting. See, this is so stuff. new, and all kinds of new things are coming out. Bitbills.com. Very yep. innovative. Take a look at that, Gavin. Thanks for uh, checking in. Always appreciate hearing from you. More coming up here. This is Free Talk Live. 
MemoryDealers.com offers the world's largest selection of discounted optical transceivers, including SFPs, GBICs, XFPs, Zimpax, and X2s, that are 100% compatible with all major networking equipment manufacturers, including Cisco, 3Com, Foundry, Alcatel, and HP, at up to 99% off list price. Memory Dealers can also offer customized solutions for your transceiver requirements, including private labeling. Memory Dealers is your trusted source for all your networking and telecom accessory needs, in stock and ready to ship via overnight delivery. MemoryDealers.com. is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything by dialing in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site there completely free, so enjoy those on us. Uh, Once again, that's freetalklive.com. Joining you this evening, it's Ian. And Wayne. And Mark. 800-259-9231 is the number here. We'll take your phone calls about anything coming up. But first... The Ruger Gunsight Scout Rifle is an affordable, versatile, reliable rifle. It'll deliver 10 rounds of 308 Winchester performance in a variety of situations. It's compact, lightweight, and accommodates a host of optics. It's a serious rifle for those serious about rifles. The perfect do-it-all bolt-action rifle where rugged, reliable Ruger meets the practical tactical. The Ruger Gun Scout, guns, gun Scout, Gunsight Scout Rifle, the one rifle you have to have if you can have only one. All right, so 800-259-9231. You don't have to talk about Bitcoin. Obviously, we're pretty excited about it, uh, as are a lot of other people. If the market response to Bitcoin over the last couple months is any indicator, uh, we will continue, though, with your phone calls about anything. And then coming up, some school-related stories. Sex on the school bus. And, Mark, you had something as well, uh, but I'm spacing out on what Se- it was. Secret <laughs> Service uh, had an interview with a kid. Oh, yeah, we'll talk about that, too, if we get a chance. But first, your calls. Chris is in Indiana. Chris, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian, Wayne, and Mark. Hey, uh, it's, it's pretty funny. Uh, your last caller, he's like, oh, uh, you said you said here you are. And he goes, yeah, about ten minutes ago. <laughs> and uh, I, was, uh, I originally called about religion, and I just heard Mark and this is the, one of the best things about Free Talk Live is that Mark always messes up the promos. Like, <laughs> I may Not mess always. up maybe one out what, of ten. You're right. You, uh, yeah, you know, the, the, with live reads, that's what are you going to do? But I'll tell you, it makes people think about the live read when you screw yeah. it up. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It oh, makes it conspicuous. Not too perfect. Okay, Mark, can can you give me a, a promo for SACL CAI? <laughs> uh, SACL CAI is a, a company that does accounts receivable for your business. Uh, you can go ahead and find uh, their banner. What, what do you think? That's a mistake? Slow, slow. <laughs> Too All right, slow? Man. No, I'm just joking. So he's doing it off the top of his head here now. He's not reading it. So. What else did you want to share yeah, tonight, uh, Chris? Um, uh, basically, that religion, um, uh, about a week ago, you guys read something uh, about the afterlife, you know, uh, what you do, you get back, you know, who you hurt, you, you get that back too. Um, yeah, I think that's a nice, uh, a nice story that, uh, that has been experienced by multiple people who have had, for instance, near-death experiences. Yeah, well, I, I pretty much called about that. Um, I pretty much have the, that, that viewpoint. Um, I believe that God is actually real, and he, he is actually reality. And to, put, to give you an idea, like, and I have to say this in a bad way, but when somebody is murdering somebody else, that is real. And, you know, that is God. I believe God and Satan to be basically the same thing. And that we are all God, like Ian is God. And so am I. But 
we're also Satan at the same time. So it's very confusing, and a lot of people have a lot of uh, trouble. Well, Satan is a silly, uh, silly man-made idea that was uh, designed to uh, control other human beings. I mean, the, the idea of that, that's really all that Satan really is. But I, I think the the concept of evil is you know a, a re, you know a more real concept. And it doesn't sound as silly when you talk about it. Um, and and evil exists, I think, for the purpose of uh, providing contrast so people can choose to be good. I I, I consider um, that you know the Bible talks about the flesh all the time, and certainly they talk about Satan too. But I think I believe uh, like Ian does that Satan's a construct in order to explain away actions of the flesh. And if you look at the natural world. Things eat other things. They steal from other things. They help and, other things, and lots of them. Right. They do, they do whatever they want, whenever they want, because they can do it. And if they can do it and something else doesn't kill them in the process, they live in a world of nature, a state of nature, or the flesh. I like that. Um, if humans want to evolve to the next level, they need to act in a spiritual fashion. They need to act in a moral fashion. When one is operating on a moral plane, one is you know moving more towards whatever it is we're going to be in the future, whether that's uh, heaven or whatever. And when one is acting on a, uh, a, a fleshly plane or a non-spiritual plane, then they're acting like animals. Yeah. Well, I'm I believe that everybody is this animal, um, and you and like what I do is acknowledge reality. And if you acknowledge what is really real, and like get your head out of, out of Disneyland, and like you know just out of the sand, and realize that there are people like raping, murdering, ripping off, stealing. They're doing that, you know? but that's not what's real. I mean, any more than there are people sitting here talking to you and operating in a you know voluntary fashions, right? Like that's right. real too, right? Well, I mean, I believe in this phone call right now. I mean, good. We all love so, each other. Well, I mean, it's it's just it's just a fact, and I don't know. I, I think a lot of people really have, you know, uh, the church. Um, okay, Jesus Christ. I believe that he was a real human being, but I don't believe that any miracles happened. Um, you know, walking on water. I actually think you know, walking on water could have been like a little girl saw him walking, and like the sun was shining, and. You know, just kind of a, uh, an exaggerated story just to make... To make could it just been something that uh, somebody wrote because well, they wanted really to write an know, entertaining we story. Weren't there. <laughs> well, right. And, yeah. But I do believe he was a real human being that committed, like, suicide by cop. And, <laughs> okay. you know, and, like, if God tells you to do something, you'll do it. And, you know, if, if, you have a, if you're crazy and God tells you to kill somebody, you know, you're going to do it. So, and I think it's kind of like what Jesus did and... You know, I actually really respect him a lot, but, you know, at the same time, think I he was crazy? kind of hard for him because of the, the way people stand and pray, the way they stand and pray so that others may see. I'm confused in by your last statement. That in, um, Jesus Christ in Matthew said um, that they called them hypocrites, people who stand, who stand and pray so that, and the exact words are, so that others may see. And he called them hypocrites. And he also said, uh, standing on corners. It's true. The uh, Bible says that uh, if you're going to pray, you're supposed to do it in private. Right. In a closet. I actually actually believe this is the true truth of the Bible. And that Jesus actually did say that, or something very similar to that. And I don't know, it's very hypocritical that a lot of people stand and pray in church. I mean, they do it every single service. Do you mean like stand in public? You know, that they're, they're shown praying? 
When you say no, stand, they're, like, they're or, in church and like. So, and do you have a problem with the position in which? Are you talking pro- about them standing physically as opposed to sitting, or are we talking about them doing it in public? Ironically, the the word is exactly right, and it's stand. Well, that's like not my mean, understanding of what the, the the Bible said in regards to prayer. The it's my understanding, and Mark, correct me if I'm wrong on this. I, that, I, I cannot quote the Bible to you, man. You've read it multiple times, though. That, that much is true. Isn't there a reference to that one should pray in the problem. closet and keep one's uh, prayers yeah. private? I think so. Yeah. No, it doesn't. I don't like, know anything about standing versus sitting. I don't think that really matters uh, to the whole thing. But thanks for the call tonight. Appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. You can share your religious beliefs. Yeah, you religion, to. it's a complicated, weird thing, and you know everybody's got uh, you know some view on it. David yep. is on the line listening to WXNT in Indianapolis. David, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, guys. I uh, appreciate you letting me get on the show. I've That's been listening to you guys for a number of months. Welcome, Great sir. Great show. Thanks. If, What's on your mind tonight, was, David? If, if I was self-supporting, I would move out there, but I'm only a taxi driver, so I've got to stay. But, well, but anyway, you know, you, you can tell yourself whatever story you want to. I'll tell you what, David, we're going to bring you back here. I know you're calling for a reason, so stick with us. Uh, more with David here, 800-259-9231. You get to tell your story. If your story is that you've got to stay where you are, that's your story. We're coming up. This is Free Talk Live. This Your Family Today tip is brought to you by Juicy Juice, 100% juice, providing a full serving of fruit in every four ounces. Visit us at JuicyJuice.com. When it comes to nutrition, kids need both fruits and vegetables every day to stay healthy and grow. For the ideal mix, your kid should have at least one and a half cups of any veggie or 100% veggie juice and one cup of any fruit or 100% fruit juice a day. For more tips like these, visit us at Parenthood.com slash Your Family Today. Dial in toll-free and bring up whatever you'd like. 800-259-9231, the SACL CAI toll-free line. We invite you to our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site for free, so enjoy those on us. Once again, that's freetalklive.com. Features there include the archives. If you've missed a moment of the show, they're right there on the front page. The last seven days' worth on the front page, and then click into the archive section to access years' worth of the show. Going all the way back to late 2006, all for free, over at freetalklive.com. LibertyManiacs.com. They have the largest online Liberty brand featuring the most comprehensive selection of original posters, stickers, apparel, embroidered hats, and over a hundred different other products. From hilarious satire to hard-hitting artistic commentary, LibertyManiacs.com. They're devoted to outfitting the liberty movement worldwide with intelligent, eye-catching, and fashionable gear that expresses your personal dedication to liberty. No hassle, money-back guarantee on all products, new products almost every day, libertymaniacs.com. Where was the stumble in that? You nailed it, man. Where yes. was it? <laughs> I know it happens. It. He I know just said he happens. likes it when you stumble. That's yeah. all. Yeah, people, uh, people notice it. So 1-800-259-9231. We continue here. David is listening in Indy to WXNT. David uh, wanted to make sure you had time for your thoughts tonight. So go ahead with your thoughts. Thank you. Hey, uh, like in the past couple of days here in Indiana, uh, it's like what you guys always say, that sooner or later the police are going to be able to come into your house whenever they want. And and that's what's going on here now. They've had a ruling that the cops can come into your house even without a warrant. Yep. Kick the door, kick the door in, do whatever, and, and there's nothing you can do about it. That's right. And uh, 
I mean, that's what you guys have been saying forever. It's crazy, isn't it? And then you've got, I I heard a story, uh, and I don't know how verifiable it is, but that there's apparently some sheriff up there, you may know more more about this than I do, some sheriff up there in Indiana saying that he's he's ready to do random searches now as a result of this, just random house-to-house searches. I did hear about that. Like I said, you guys have been saying that, and I said, I was kind of hesitant. I said, maybe it could happen. But it's happened now. I yep. mean, and and I tell you now, what if that cop comes in there early in the morning, banging on somebody's door, they're asleep, they don't hear him, he kicks the door in, then they start shooting and they kill him, then what? I mean, this is opening a whole can of worms. Yep. Yep. I, well, I can tell I you what will like happen. It. I'll tell you what will happen because these stories happen frequently uh, when the police do drug raids. The, if the homeowner decides that he or she wants to defend themselves from the marauding intruders, they uh, try, you know, grab whatever weapon is handy. The cops blast them and uh, kill them like they did with a 90-year-old woman in Atlanta who decided to defend herself. She was, like mostly, I think, partially blind and partially deaf, uh, living in not the best neighborhood of Atlanta, uh, had three police officers coming into her home. And again, she was unable to identify them as police officers, so she attempted to defend herself, and they ended up blowing her away. Uh, uh, there's there's no shortage of stories where the police literally get away with murdering the occupant of a home who just thought they were defending themselves from a criminal gang, which, of course, they were. Yeah, but um, they don't even identify themselves as police officers sometimes. And even That's if they the do, problem. Wayne, how do you know they're really the police versus somebody who's not the police, who's saying that they're the police for the purposes of intimidation, getting you to do whatever it is they say? Right. Uh, you, know, right you never really right. know. And so in those cases, the police usually end up investigating themselves and completely exonerating and vindicating their officers and then their officers, while they're being investigated get put on paid suspension so they get a nice little paid vacation after they murder somebody uh so they can go on you know go take it take it easy on an island somewhere or whatever and then they're they're given their job back with full uh, back pay hey guys thanks for taking my call keep up the good work and you've got a listener for life oh david thank you so much i appreciate uh, your call tonight at 800-259-9231 we continue here with your phone calls june is gone. She dropped off the line. So let's try instead Michael listening in Norfolk to WTAR. Yes. Hello, Michael. Uh, hello. Uh, hey. Last night I got in at the last two minutes and uh, I offered the solution of taxing the Christian Broadcasting Network as the solution to uh, all of our ills in government. <laughs> now, how is that going to solve anybody's ills? Well, uh, first of all, let me say it was your panel discussion which inspired the solution. Okay. The the forty and you were talking about the archives a minute ago. Forty minutes of the best radio in history, some of the best radio in history, occurred last night. I urge this audience to go up to your archives and get those 40 Wait, minutes. Wait, this was on our show? No. <laughs> Freetalklive.com. What show was you listening to? The archives of last <laughs> night's show. What, what part of last night's show did you think was so outstanding? I, I'm talking about that, that, that caller just before me, the next to the last caller. You, you, you responded to him, all three of you, in such a ingenious way it brought something out of me that i've been looking for 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 decades was this the guy that uh, we spent a couple segments with who had the solution of term limits and the fair tax was that that guy you're talking about absolutely and your responses were brilliant mm. absolutely brilliant. all right that's enough uh, pumping up the egos here <laughs> so let's get back to your issue of uh wh- why it is you think this this is any kind of solution to any problems the idea of ta- adding another tax taxing another entity as in this case a christian broadcaster of some sort 
Well, I'm telling you, it never could have come from me alone. It came out of the, the milieu of that conversation. But here's the reason why. You go to the one of the shortest books in the Bible, the book of Jonah, and here was a man of God who was in a boat, and all of the men in that boat were about to perish. And they had done everything that they could, and they didn't know what to do. And so there was this one man left, this prophet of God, and they said, well, you know, why is this happening to us? What must we do? And he told them that the solution was for them to throw him overboard, that he had rebelled against God. And I'm telling you that the, the, the inequity in this governmental system has created such havoc in this nation that the only thing to do is to, is to focus on the one organization who, if they are made to swim in the seething sea, that we as law-abiding, tax-paying citizens have to swim in. Well, wait a minute. I'm not a law-abiding. Uh, I'm not a citizen. I'm not law-abiding. And I try, try not to, to pay any taxes. taxes all, 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 so, anytime you can. Yeah, I'm, so I'm not in that club, dude. Okay, you're not in that club. And I would never, ever advocate, no matter how I might feel about Christianity, and I know Mark feels a lot more strongly than I do, um, no matter how I might feel about someone's religion, I would never advocate that anybody else be taxed who's not currently being taxed. I think taxes need to be abolished, and certainly don't support the idea of calling for more of them. Well, you know, I don't advocate uh, throwing people off ships either, but this is the biblical solution. And I believe it will work. We well, how is it biblical? Start- Wait a minute. If 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 the message of Christ, and I like the message, I like the guy. I like like our earlier caller. I, I have a lot of respect uh, for that particular individual if he did ex- actually exist. If the message of uh, Christ was to love your neighbor as yourself, uh, to uh, forgive and and to be loving towards others, then uh, why would you want to tax them? Well, the, the how is that biblical? Wait, the message of Christ was also this, the hypocrisy, the double standard that allowed the ruling religious class to turn the, the rest of the citizens into slaves was a thing that he hated and he opposed, and he cleansed the temple for that reason. And this is a cleansing of the temple. Tax the Christian Broadcasting Network. You, you, you bring this message to, to the, the, the leaders in Washington. And now, are you just advocating, leaders. just to clarify, are you just advocating to tax the Christian Broadcasting Network or like every single Christian broadcaster? Because I don't know about you, but there are, I've, I've seen a whole lot of Christian channels out there. There's Christian radio channels, Christian TV channels. You get the KU band satellite system if you want to receive Free Talk Live's free-to-air, uh, free-to-air feed. There's all kinds of Christian channels yeah, out well, there. They'd have to be profitable to tax those. I'm talking about my neighbor here in Norfolk, the one organization that is run by Pat Robertson. Ah, That's Pat Robertson. That's the organization. Okay. Exactly. Is that, tri- is that Trinity your- Broadcasting Network? Or is it Christian Broadcasting Network? It's Christian Broadcasting Network, well, CBN. I, I yet to, I've yet to been persuaded as to how this is going to solve all of the problems of the world. I mean, how, well, is, it giving the, how is it that giving money to the government, more money... To the government that does evil with that money is in any way a biblical solution or a viable solution to anything. I'll let you answer that. We'll bring it back here in a moment. 800-259-9231. Free Talk Live. 
The Ruger LC9, compact, powerful, and perfect for personal protection. The LC9 is only slightly larger than the popular Ruger LCP, features a checkered grip frame to provide a secure and comfortable grip, and includes a finger grip extension floor plate. The LC9 also has a dovetailed high-visibility three-dot sight system, blued alloy steel barrel, manual safety, and loaded chamber indicator. The LC9, another innovative American-made product from Ruger. Learn more about the Ruger LC9 at ruger.com LC9. This is Free Talk Live. You can dial in toll-free and bring up anything you want. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. And we give you the features there for free. So enjoy those on us. Once again, that's freetalklive.com. Now, if you want to help support Free Talk Live, you can do that by becoming an amplifier. Go to amp.freetalklive.com. You will be able to sign up there for as little as three bucks a month. We'll take that money in, reinvest it into the show, getting on more great radio stations across the country and bringing more Internet listeners on board, exposing new people to the ideas of freedom. You can become an amplifier and get perks like access to the AMP-only call-in lines, uh, the AMP-only forum, and a podcast and more. Get the details. Get signed up with any major credit, uh, credit card through PayPal. Or you can use uh, Visa MasterCard right on our website over at amp.freetalklive.com. You stumbled. You're a bad talk show host. As we continue here, (laughs) I never claimed to be a good one. Uh, As we continue with uh, Michael in Norfolk, you're back on Free Talk Live listening to WTAR. Now, Michael, are you there? Yes, I'm here. You'd made it a, a claim, and you've yet to really back it up. And I, that's why I wanted to hold you through here to give you a chance to uh, give me something to chew on. Because you say that to solve the problems of society, all of them, all that needs to do, that needs to happen, is that the Christian Broadcasting Network, the network that is allegedly owned by Pat Robertson and run by Pat Robertson, uh, apparently based in uh, the Norfolk area, according to you, they need to be taxed, and that's going to solve everything. Can you explain that statement to me? Because I I don't understand how that's going to solve anything. Well, uh, you're you're not going to understand it any better than uh, the the men on that ship with Jonah. But I I will I will say this: the message has to go out. You obviously are not in a position to tax them, but you have to put that message on bumper stickers on. Uh, on ads, I want you to have to explain. If you want someone to accept your message, you have to make it so they understand it. Otherwise, it will okay. be ignored. So, okay. can you explain okay. to well, me why it would be that I would want to put a message like that out? Because you you are showing that you are against the inequity of the system. Is Jesus paid taxes? He didn't duck and dodge taxes. He didn't he didn't create a person on paper called the corporation and say that it was privileged above all the people of the land, and therefore it could build up billions of dollars and be used by the people who run it like the Pharisees in, in Jerusalem 2,000 years ago. All right, I get where you're coming from. I, don't have a, I, I also have a problem with the idea of corporations. I understand what you're saying. They are just a file folder. They, are, they exist to protect the elites, the, the people that are you know, wealthy businessmen that want to be shielded from any liability for any negative actions they might take. Corporations are creation of the government. Co- governments themselves are a corporation. These are, this, is, this is all true, but uh, you've, you've yet to persuade me in any way, shape, or form why it is that taxing one more corporation is going to solve anything. Because at election time, the politicians 
go to those corporations, they go to the churches, they go to every other organization like that that influences a lot of people, and they get free advertising. Uh-huh. They get free. They get free advertising, and then they do what those le- the leaders of those corporations want them to do, and that's why we have the corrupt system. That's a that true. We have. That's a true statement. Okay, well, let me try. Part. I think I know what he's saying. He's saying that if an organization as powerful as the Christian Broadcast Network was uh, the, the 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 onerous taxes were brought to bear on them, the howl. The uh, the absolute uh, the the scream of injustice would be so loud uh, from the Christian Broadcast Network, all of its supporters, and all the people out there that see the uh, that that see taxes as just on everybody else, but they don't see them as just on a religious organization. That that would then change the playing field for taxes. Do I say that this is true? I don't know. I'm just saying that I think that this is what he's saying. But the the inherent problem here is you heard people complaining about a month ago about General Electric not paying their so-called fair share and the oil companies getting their so-called tax break taken away. Why are any of us paying taxes to begin with? I, I don't think corporations should pay tax, income taxes nor individuals. Well, you know, I, I would I would disagree on that. Um, a corporation is an, uh, a file folder created by the government, and if the government has the right to tax anything, it would have the right to tax the things that it creates. Sure, but if you, if you start taxing corporations, they're not going to be located here, so they're not going to create jobs. Because oh, the, all go- they'll do is they'll, uh, some of them, the smaller ones, will cease to be corporations in order to get a savings. Currently, the reason that people are uh, corporations is order, in order to prevent themselves from a certain level of liability, but when, they inc- when you increase the liability upon corporations, then some people would say, you know what, I want to be a sole proprietor, mm-hmm. and it might, uh, it might decrease the amount of uh, the size of uh, many or, uh, that's, large organizations. That's a, that's a good point, Mark. How is that going to change anything? I'm going to give you one more chance to answer this because I'm not in any way satisfied. If you were to tax these Christian broadcasters, this Christian broadcasting network, how is that going to lead to any sort of positive change if the goal is liberty in our lifetime? And I don't think we share the same goal if what you're asking for is more taxes, sir. Well, I can only give you the biblical answer. The biblical answer is God sent the storm that was going to destroy that ship. And if you don't do what I've just advocated... This ship of state is going down. Your freedom and everything with it is going down. Well, thank you, you for have... the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you. I'm sorry, but in no way, shape, or form could I, as someone who loves the ideas of freedom in any way, could advocate more taxes. Well, on also, he, it's not like he made a very uh, motivating case to you when, when he said that the ship of state will go down if you don't advocate for more taxes. <laughs> I mean, you don't like the ship of state as it is. Right. Yeah. I, if the ship... Oh, I don't think that there's anything that one can do to save the United States government. Yeah. It, I, at, at this point, it's already sinking and people don't. I'd like to put know. some more holes in the, uh, the some more holes in the hull of the uh, the ship of state, if possible. Yeah, DC more has, boats. Let's take on some more water, please. DC has sucked America dry. It's sad. They've destroyed this. Uh, you know, the politicians that uh, have been elected to keep and uh, protect this country have destroyed it, and that's all there is to it. If there was something great about this country, and I think that there were amazing things about this country at some point, now those things are gone. For now, they are. But they can they can come back very quickly because not we, for we, this country we have we have the DNA within us to recreate it as long as government well, gets out de- of the way. It depends on what you call uh, at this point the 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 ponderous, large, onerous organization that inhabits D.C. and the surrounding areas. It's not going to die until the host dies. But, 
isn't it so, and the host being you know america i mean it may come back yeah. the, i think that the people of america are an extraordinarily resilient folks and you know it's they a like parasite. they like the colors red white and blue they like eagles they may bring back something similar but i think that i i think this organization has to die in order for the parasite to die well and taxing people uh, certainly a way to bring uh, death sooner i mean having greater suckage of I'm, blood by the sure, parasite but i'm never going to advocate no. taxes as far as i'm concerned are theft and violence Absolutely. and i'm never going to ad- advocate for theft and violence if you're a christian people. you sure as hell shouldn't I mean, if 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 stealing is wrong, if that's mm. one of the uh, the Ten Commandments, then there's no way that you could possibly advocate more taxes. And the whole idea that one more tax—that's all we need—is one more tax, and that's going to somehow change things. Yeah. I mean, how absurd! <laughs> how many taxes do they already have? I love there was a little segment on John Stossel, one of his reports. I think in the early part of the aughts. Where maybe it was John Stossel goes to Washington, where they kind of they took somebody's uh, daily tasks, like from when they get out of bed in the morning, and they just kind of stopped the video at every point at which the person was there were taxes that were being paid on something. So like you know the electricity that's running, the alarm clock that you wake up to, there's taxes that you're paying on that. You're paying taxes on everything that you buy. You're paying taxes on you know I mean just the the gasoline. The taxes, the taxes. Yeah, there's just taxes all over the place. I mean just one product that you go to the store. You talk about corporate taxes, Mark. Whenever you're paying for or say, for instance, uh, food. In many many cases, food doesn't have taxes on it, like at the grocery store. In a lot of places, um, unprepared food. Yeah, right. Like at the grocery store. But sure, it has taxes on it. But this is what I'm trying to explain to you: is that all of that food came through various different corporate hands, and so all of those companies were taxed in various different ways. Sure. Uh, so, and so you pay and, all those taxes. Sure. Procter and Gamble has to pay a corporate tax. They, um, you know, they have to pay taxes on their employees, which means that they they therefore have to pay more to the employees. If if I was paying ten dollars to the employee and ten dollars to the government to have the employee, then you know, you you likely would see a lower price if um, if those taxes were done away with. Yeah, and and they're so, paying taxes on the again the the gas that the professional drivers are using, the eighteen wheelers yeah. to get them to the store. You're paying taxes on the electricity that the store is using to keep right. the lights on, the air conditioning, the heating. All of these things are taxed. And so the idea that oh we'll just tax one, we'll just create another tax. And it's not just him that's advocating it. The call he was referencing last night that he thought was so great was a guy aver- uh, advocating the fair tax, as though well let's just change the tax structure that's going to mm-hmm. solve the problems right. because we just need to get the government more money and the irs that'll, and the income tax solve everything. yeah the irs and the income tax are going to go away and didn't you know that <laughs> right. you know I, fantasy land you know when i was when i was living in connecticut when i was much younger i remember we didn't have a income tax state income tax and we didn't have we had sales tax though and and, and they said oh we're going to bring in this sale this uh, uh state income tax and we'll lower your property taxes mm-hmm. and and taxes will be lower well guess what all of them are higher than ever now what do you know including the state income tax and, and you can't hold anyone responsible for that i mean the politicians <laughs> there's there no way you can hold them responsible for making those statements yeah you can vote them out of office but the damage is already done a lot of them are out of office 20 years now exactly more coming up here hour three's next you take control it's free talk live I've started playing a new online game. It's called Mine Things. It's a free online mining game created by a free stater. It's all in your browser. There's nothing weird to download. Your little mining robot guy can mine for you 24-7. You don't even need to be logged in. You compete with other players for resources in a capitalist economy. The virtually mined gold demonstrates the concept of sound money and is exchanged between players tax-free. They even accept bitcoins. Go to MineThings.com and start mining today. It's free. MineThings.com.
is Free Talk Live. We are launching into the third hour of the program, and you are invited to take control of the airwaves. Bring up anything you want. 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com, and we give you the features on the site for free. So enjoy those on us. And joining you this evening, it's Ian. And Wayne. And Mark. By the way, the main feature of our site actually allows you to control the content. So if you find something online that you think is interesting, you can submit it as show prep to the freetalklive.com site. And then others who would be searching, uh, surfing the site would get to vote on your submissions. You get to vote on things as well. And the most voted up will make it to the front page and the top of the site at freetalklive.com. So head on over there and get interactive. 800-259-9231 is uh, the number here as we continue with your phone calls. Coming up, we get a chance. We'll tell you a couple of uh, government school-related news pieces, one of them regarding the Secret Service interviewing somebody's son without uh, parents even knowing about it, and on top of that, uh, sex on a school bus. But first, we go to Kevin listening in Indy to WXNT. Kevin, you're on Free Talk Live. Kevin in Indy? Hello. Uh, hi, I wanted to talk quickly about uh, what the gentleman just said, but I, I called about talking about the police action. I want to leave that into a little bit about Thomas Jefferson. But, okay. Uh, the religious leaders of the time during the Romans were kind of confused because they took their cue from Jesus. They said, render unto Caesar what is Caesar's, but that then when the Romans would redistribute wealth, and uh, they'd say, oh, well, shackles lead to shackles. In other words, if you take the money or welfare from the Roman government, then that's going to lead to shackles because now you're committed to them, and that take away, takes away their freedom. So I think religion from the beginning has confused everybody on that point, but my point about the police action is, uh, in Indiana, part of the problem with the law and the ruling came down was because they were concerned about booby traps. This is the and Supreme Court. Ex- Hold on a second. Just our listeners Go just ahead. tuning in. You're referencing the Indiana Supreme Court decision that basically says that the police can uh, claim to smell marijuana and bust right into Was it? Wait, was that? Am I confusing things? No, no, yeah, no. That's the U.S. Supreme Court. No, this, okay. is, this is the uh, that there is no right, no Fourth Amendment right, right inherent to resist an unlawful police entry. Correct. Thank you for that, Mark. Well, part of but part of that the ruling actually stemmed from there's a booby trap law in Indiana, and they get their logic. I don't know how they did this, but they leap from. Part of it was well, you know, if you go up to a, a house, and my ex-wife had a cousin that was killed. Uh, he was a fireman. He went in the back door, and the guy had it rigged with a shotgun, and it killed him. Whoa! Wow. Well, so see, you have that's that's where they're thinking. But I I think it's basically lame. Like we said before, if you legalize marijuana, that won't be a problem. It'll just be a civil matter if there's a noise disturbance or something well like you've that. got to decriminalize all drugs if you really want to end the madness with yeah. these uh, these drug yeah. raids but yeah hey, amen do that because prohibition doesn't work but what i then i brought about thomas jefferson isn't part of the problem with our government it stems back to thomas jefferson i heard somebody today talking about how great a guy thomas jefferson was but if you look at it thomas jefferson was really the bill clinton of his day <laughs> He was a social Democrat Republican. That I think the actual name of his party was Democratic Republican. Yeah, that's the party. And uh, so five or six of his cronies from Virginia after that became president. He uh, What he did was he undermined John Adams, who was supposed to be his buddy. He uh, And many people think he actually slept with his wife as well while he was away raising money to save the union or save the country. Well, we know he slept uh, with one of his slaves, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, that, was, yeah that, that's, that just shows you what an uh, immoral guy he was. But he, he, he sabotaged John Adams in the run for the – Adams didn't get a second uh, term because uh, Jefferson won, but he, he used a lot of uh, illegal activities and slandered John Adams. 
And John Adams is the one that actually had him write the Declaration of Independence, and it was Ben Franklin and Adams that actually, you know, sculptured it. But but De- but Jefferson, you know, he acted like he was the common man's friend, but he despised the common man. He said the common man was a fool. And in, during his presidency, all he he did do the Louisiana Purchase, but many of his actions that a lot of people believe it led to the War of eighteen twelve. So he was just a self-aggrandizing person. What's uh, new? I mean, he's a politician. I mean, if you look at uh, what politicians say versus what they do, it's two, always two completely different stories. So Thomas Jefferson, you've got all kinds of great quotes, but then you start looking at the man himself and what he did when he was in office and what he did in his personal life, and it's a whole other story. Like with Ronald Reagan, you've got all these conservatives that idolize this Ronald Reagan because all of his great small government quotes, but he didn't do a damn thing for smaller government. He made the, the, government, the government grew 60% like, under Reagan. I think it was like 69% under uh, Ronald Reagan's eight terms. So, I mean, it's just a, right. the reality versus what people say when they're running for political yeah, they, office. They actually say a lot of the right things when they're running, but then when they get into office, that's the real test because then it's almost counterintuitive to want to actually not use the power you're given. Right. And my point is now that you had Washington and John Adams, who were both pure guys who really wanted to. Uh, government to, to uh, endure. Well, wait a minute. Wait, How do you know that? Didn't Adams enforce well, the Alien Sedition Act, which was the Patriot Act of its day? John Adams was was pure of heart. He was a guy that wanted the... the how, how, can you, how can you idolize other politicians? He supported I don't, the, I don't it, idolize him. I'm just saying what he, the kind of person he was. You, he, don't, you he didn't was know him. Slavery. He defended the British in the, from the Boston Massacre. I mean, you know, I mean, what makes what's pure of heart about that? Based on the truth, they, the, the British soldiers did not commit the atrocity that they were being accused of. He, what he they did, shot though, people. They shot wait people. A minute. Is, this like some, is there Boston massacre deniers out there? I mean, is that what we're talking about? No, 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 no. They were. If you look at what happened, they were egged on by the crowd. That doesn't make it okay to shoot people. If I dance around at you and go, aha, you're a big fat red coat, that doesn't mean it's okay to shoot anybody. No, no, no. They they actually injured some of the red coats. They provoked provoked them in the shooting, and that's what he brought out during the trial. But what I'm I'm trying to get at, I'm not trying to pick a fight with you, but he really was a a person of of high moral character, unlike Jefferson. And that's where the corruption has started. We were, Man, we how were, do you know that? I just, think you just pick sides. I mean, I, yeah. you know, no, this I'm is, not picking it's, sides. It's I'm a, looking at I'm looking at how they all live their lives and what. what how do you know how he lived his life? Just because somebody didn't write a story about him having sex with a slave doesn't mean that uh, he wasn't as morally corrupt as different. he didn't own slaves. Number one, he lived he up north. It was it was he wrote. He was one of the main architects behind our Constitution. He basically wrote the Constitution of the United States. Yeah, they, they, they say that that was Madison. No, yes. not well, no. That's not claim true. one versus claim number two, man. Why I mean, would us were around? Okay. Okay. Right, and I consider the okay. I, I consider the, um, the the what the Federalists did um, when they went into the convention and then writing a whole new document, which became the U.S. Constitution, to have been a subversion of what the American people elected them to do in the first place. I. I I think I can't support that. I think that uh, lauding these uh, politicians long gone is really just you you don't know who they were in the same way that we barely even know who these politicians are today. We've got more information about them. We know they're they're scummy. Most of the more you know about them, the less you like them. Yeah, exactly. I think that really you're just coming from a position of not knowing very much and maybe having some you know idyllic uh, version of what you think things should have been like. And you know that's okay. You can have whatever belief you want. Uh, But either way, there's still 
politicians, and at some level they want to control other people. And I thank you for the call. At 800-259-9231, that is the SACL CAI toll-free line. We continue here. Jeremiah is in Indy listening to WXNT. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Jeremiah. Hey, what's going on? Hey, we're doing a radio show. What's on your mind tonight? Oh, the uh, the Fourth Amendment right lawsuit here in uh, Indiana. Yeah. Well, you never really had a Fourth Amendment right in the beginning uh, because apparently it's so easy for them to violate it. But uh, because well, I mean, as long as if you don't pay your property taxes, they can bust your door down anyways. I mean, it's yeah, you know. But what I wanted to say is that we are going to be having a rally oh, in uh, in sweet. Indy at the uh, State House really? on the twenty fifth. That's next Wednesday at two to six p.m. Um, what will the, uh, the the purpose of the rally be? Um, basically to tell the Supreme Court that they're wrong and to show that we're not just going to take this idly. Are you going to get a a concrete-filled pylon and bust it through their door? We were thinking about it, but concrete uh, is kind of heavy, and we don't know if we have enough strong people. <laughs> well, that's what they isn't that what they have the the police with it? I don't know what the pylon's probably not the right term. But I'm, I'm looking for something else. The they door this, buster thing, right? They have this concrete filled barrel that that's how they bust down doors. They just they have like four guys hold it or two guys or whatever, however heavy it is, and they swing it and they just it just goes right through you know somebody's front door. So you could give them a little taste of their own medicine. I I don't think that's a good idea. <laughs> I'm I, yeah, I don't I don't think that's a very good idea either. But it sure would make for an interesting photo. Uh, uh, so you said, when is it again? Give us another pitch on the, the date and time. Uh, that's the 25th of May, which is uh, next Wednesday from 2 to 6 p.m. Is there a website? Uh, as far as I know, there's a lot of new stuff going on with it. Uh, Facebook group is the best way to find Tell out Tell you what, we'll it. bring you back here in a moment. Uh, more coming up here. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves. Liberty Maniacs is the largest online Liberty brand, featured the most comprehensive selection of original posters, stickers, apparel, embroidered hats, and over 100 different products from around the world. From hilarious satire to hard-hitting artistic commentary, Liberty Maniacs is devoted to outfitting the Liberty movement with intelligent, eye-catching, and fashionable gear that expresses your personal dedication to Liberty. Best of all, Liberty Maniacs offers a no-hassle, money-back guarantee on all products. LibertyManiacs.com. Wear something worth saying. is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything you want. Dial in toll-free and take control of the airwaves at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. You can join us online at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site there completely free, so enjoy those on us. Once again, that's freetalklive.com, and those features include the listening options. We've got live streams there. You can listen via broadband or dial-up versions of the streams. Uh, 24 hours a day, the latest episode of Free Talk Live is airing there around the clock, so enjoy that uh, over at listen.freetalklive.com. Plus, uh, you get a a listing of our 98 great radio stations that air the show throughout the week at various different times. Our satellite listening options, including XM Satellite Radio and our free-to-air satellite channel, plus the webcam and listen lines that allow you to call call from any phone that can dial long distance and listen in that way. Go to listen.freetalklive.com. Are you looking for camping, hunting, or shooting gear? ManVentureOutpost.com carries knives, ammunition, scopes, binoculars, laser sights, tactical flashlights, fish finders, and boating equipment. Manly stuff. Yeah, that's right. ManVentureOutpost.com. They're 
family owned and members of the Better Business Bureau. And, you know, you can't, uh, but folks don't know how hard it is to be a good a member in good standing of the uh, Better Business Bureau. Prices so low, some can't be advertised. Uh, the manufacturers, it's a stipulation they have that you, you can't advertise them if they, uh, if you offer it too low. You can get an additional 5% off with coupon code FTL. Get it quick. Get it from manventureoutpost.com. All right, let's continue. Uh, I believe Jeremiah is still with us listening in Indy. Uh, are you there, Jeremiah? Yes. All right, you're listening on WXNT. Now, you'd called to uh, to plug something, and normally uh, I'm not too excited about plugging uh, events, but this one's pretty important because there in Indiana, there was a, a, a there was a Supreme Court decision that basically said that you as a homeowner slash renter or whatever, you have no right to resist any kind of illegal police search, you know, even if what the police are doing are clearly, is clearly wrong. Yeah, is, uh, isn't that almost an oxymoron? You're not allowed to repel well, something illegal? Yeah. You can't repel at the point of entry at your home. They say you can use the court system afterwards. Right. After they kill you? Yeah, yeah, pretty much after they shoot your dogs and you know yep. murder your family, you're allowed to you know use the court system. Right, because that court system's real fair. I mean, it's only run by the same bureaucrats, uh, the same government, the same agency that you're trying to defend against. Exactly, and that's that's the reason why this this this, this issue has fired up so many people. It's unbelievable. Well, that's good that it is really. Right. So you're saying there's going to be a some sort of a, a, a what is it a press release? I guess what is it a protest? What exactly is going to happen to, to your mind at the Indianapolis uh, State House or the Indiana State House there in Indy? Uh, was it the 25th? You said from two to six. Yes, the twenty the twenty fifth uh, Wednesday. It's uh it's going to be kind of an impromptu rally slash protest. We're uh, trying to line up speakers and. And that sort that a lot of different groups going to be representing uh, people there. I mean, I, I'm a libertarian. I work closely with a lot of libertarians here in Indiana, and most of everyone I know is going to be down there. So it's kind of a, an all-hands-on-deck call. Excellent. Fantastic. So what else were you calling about tonight? Well, you know, I'm a, uh, I'm official representative with the fair tax here in Indiana. Oh, man. <laughs> um, Wait a minute. How can you be a libertarian and that? support the fair tax? Lots of libertarians support the fair tax. Well, two things. One, I don't, I don't like the idea of taxation, but if I have to pay, I sure want everyone else to have to pay, too. And I think, so you'd, you know, you'd, thre- can, you'd threaten mm. me with violence than if I avoided your fair tax by, say, buying in the black market? No. Well, the black market would be perfectly legal under the fair tax due to secondhand huh? goods. Now, another thing is, is what's the easiest way No, 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 no. I don't mean secondhand goods. I mean, like, getting things through the supply chain somehow and not going through a, a retailer. Just going through somebody who's just got connections. That's kind of why I support it. <laughs> that's the, that, I, because I, you I want to avoid it? You. I thought you wanted everyone to be taxed equally. Well, okay, either you're not going to have taxes or you're going to have taxes. Let's go well, with the first option. Option A, Alex. Option A. Of, if everyone has the threat of paying taxes, the movement for no taxes just grew its base. by millions. Well, so that's, think, okay, this is what, wait a second, before... Tax? The point that you're making here is the same one that Charlie Rangel uses when he mm-hmm. supports bringing back the draft. Yep. If the rich people have to send their boys off to fight wars, then we'll be less likely to fight wars. Do you support that, too? No. I support the same thing you guys have talked about, about just letting the corporation go away. What easier way than completely just throw a giant wrench in the system? Taxes. What number one thing has angered more people than anything else? And that's taxes. The fair tax would single-handedly take care of that issue. So are taxes uh, violence uh, against your neighbor? Are they threats of violence against your neighbor? Theft? Taxes? Yes. Yes. Taxes are theft and threats of violence against your neighbor? 
right. That's you support you additional threats and you, you support additional violence and threats of violence against your neighbor. No, I support people waking up to that. Threat Me too. And doing something about it. You think there's a, do you do you not think that there's some way to do that without advocating for more violence and more right. threats? So your way of waking them up is by advocating for more violence against them for the purpose of waking them up. <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, what yeah. why don't you vote I mean, Democrat? Talk and everything. Well, what? What, what? No one's woken up to it. They're all okay with it. I've heard many people tell me this Fourth Amendment thing, that the cops are in the right, and that's a good thing. It's going to keep us safe. You should be saying the same thing. You should I be advocating saying, for a larger police state. Right, yeah. If you want to wake people up, then what's going to wake them up is when the police come crashing into their, their front door. So why wouldn't you advocate for that if you want more taxes to wake people up to taxes? You know, the more I listen to you guys, the more I question the fair tax. <laughs> you should question it. It's a horrible idea. It's only, I w- yeah, it's only going to be an additional tax. It's not going to take the place of anything. Right. Well, the, the, How the, do you feel about the welfare? verbiage. It says it would sunset after seven years. Horse manure. Well, it'd be, you know, that's, the, I, they could certainly change that verbiage they at some point after they pass it. Honorable politicians, it would sunset, but it wouldn't actually sunset. That's it's it certainly wouldn't. Right. And they're not going to amend this, the Constitution because that's a very politically infeasible thing to do. It's very unlikely that's going to happen. And how do you feel as a so-called libertarian about the idea of this fair tax putting every American household on a, month, a monthly welfare check? You know, I'm I'm uh, wholeheartedly against the pre prebate. I think that's a horrible, well. They're not going to you're idea. not going to write the legislation. You understand? Well, the re- legislation was written as I understand. I read what was uh, proposed, and I found the most disturbing part about it is that it would be a 23 percent hidden sales tax that would go to the federal government, and for the first seven years, it would it would be in place while you would still have income tax. So you'd have this double taxation going to the federal government, and, then and after seven years. No, After seven years, bill, we would just assume the, the, the federal government say, okay, we've had enough of all that extra money. Yeah. Now, according, yeah. according to how the bill is currently written, 131 pages, you cannot have two forms of taxation going to the federal government. So you can't have the income tax or the VAT tax and the fair tax as it is currently written. Good news. Also, also the fair tax, the money would be collected by the business. The business would then give it to the state. Then the state would give it to the federal government. So, so the businesses are going to be unpaid tax collectors for the government? So you're supporting the enslavement no, no, of they, the American get, business owner? No, they get 0.25% of all taxes they collect, and so does the state. After they collect it from the corporations, the state gets... 0.25%. The state also fed their taxes. masters in the uh, the, the whip uh, the, the the men that hold that held the whip in the fields over the uh, the slaves. They they also fed them too, or not the state, but the the master fed them. Yeah, that's you know okay. The fair tax. Uh, it's a horrible idea. <laughs> well, taxes are a horrible idea. Uh, taxes are uh, theft. Yeah, yeah. Instituted by a, by the, the most successful gang in a given geographic and, and area. And back when I called myself a libertarian, it meant that I would never advocate the initiation of force against peaceful people for political or social goals. And that includes all taxes. And I thank you for the call tonight. But then again, libertarian doesn't really mean what it used to mean back when I was a libertarian. More coming up, which is why back I'm not a libertarian I, anymore. Back when I was it's free boy. talk live. <laughs> Hi, I'm Mark Craighead, founder of Crossbreed Holsters. Are you looking for a concealed carry holster? Crossbreed Holsters is the home of the world-famous Super Tuck, the most comfortable concealed carry holster on the market today. Try one out and see how truly discreet and comfortable carrying concealed can be. And find out why we call it the ugliest holster you'll ever love. We are the standard others try to imitate. Get the original. Get your Super Tuck at CrossbreedHolsters.com. Again, that's CrossbreedHolsters.com. 
This is Free Talk Live. Dial in toll-free and bring up what you want. You can go to freetalklive.com, of course, and visit our website and enjoy all the features that we give you there. Totally free, unlike those other talk show hosts that want to charge you for their sites. Go to freetalklive.com and get signed up for our news updates. And you will be kept in the loop regarding what's happening with Free Talk Live over at news.freetalklive.com. You will uh, be informed as soon as there's something you need to know. You can follow us via Facebook, Twitter, or the best way, in my opinion, email. Uh, You can go to news.freetalklive.com to get on board any of those delivery options. And you'll find out the latest, like today, sent out a news update about our new Shriner, April, up on the Shrine of Female listeners. Uh, You get that information first if you're on the news updates list. And Mark, you sent out one recently as well about the auction that you are doing. Actually, been a little while since we've done a banner auction. You can go to uh, auction.freetalklive.com. I think it's working now. I set it up earlier today. Yes, it is working. Uh, you can go to auction.freetalklive.com and uh, place your bid for the fourth banner on our website across the entire freetalklive.com site. You'll get it for an entire month. Right now, the bids are at $12.50. So... Not cheap, not too shabby. I mean, it may go up to fifty or a hundred bucks, but uh, you'll get the fourth slot on the website. You can go to auction.freetalklive.com to do that. On Free Talk Live, we talk about investing in gold and silver as a hedge against inflation, investment, barter, currency. Whatever the reason is that you might want to get gold and silver in your hands. Go to gold.freetalklive.com. There's, we've got some great rates there from a reputable organization, Midas Resources. Uh, you can get gold and silver, the kind that you can possess in your hand, not the kind that somebody says, oh, don't worry, we'll keep it in a vault for you. Gold.freetalklive.com. All right, toll-free number here tonight for you to bring up anything is 1-800-259-9231. That's 800-259-9231. We continue here. Bill is listening in Indy to WXNT. Hello, Bill. Bill in Indy. Going once. Hey. Hey. You're on the air. Go ahead with your thoughts, sir. Sound like the phone went off. Uh, I was only going to say something about the caller talked about Jonah. Yeah, okay. Jonah and the uh, the whale. uh, I don't know what he was talking about, really, but uh, Jonah, you know the story of Jonah. He was, uh, God told him to go to Nineveh. Well, he's on the boat. He's trying to escape. He went the opposite direction. You're right. Okay, you know the story. I do. I don't no, know no. all the details. Tell the, tell well, the story. They, all I all I remember from well, the Jonah can't. story is that he ended up in the inside a whale. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, they uh, on this on this boat. They had a big storm, and all the men on it. They had a belief that uh, if they had a big storm like that, and, and it was they was going to drown, that uh, God was mad at them for some reason. Well, they cast lots, and the lot went to Jonah. Well, they didn't want to throw him overboard, but they did throw him overboard. I'll make it short. And uh, Jonah uh, was—he uh, he was not mur- not killed. They didn't kill him. They thought they were drowning him, but they didn't. But he ends up in Nineveh. The the fish spits him out on the shore there. So uh, the story is that he just do that. God had a purpose for him, and he went and he ended up doing what God wanted him to do. Yeah, the idea is, is that you can't... Us- preach to the people, and they repented. Yeah, Sounds you- a lot like Pinocchio, that story. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, it's, uh, you know, I, I think it's totally true, because Jesus in the New Testament, he said as Jonah was in the belly of a fish for three days and three nights, he said he would be in the heart of the earth for three days and three nights, which he was in the tomb. And uh, Where would you rather but- be, in the belly of a fish or in a tomb? Well... If God put me there, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have much choice, I guess. <laughs> I don't know that you know. He, he he provided for him, and and whatever kind of fish this was, 
it was one that God prepared, and and it served the purpose anyway. And now, uh, th- was the purpose your purpose in calling tonight to correct the story because it was mistold? Well, uh, I don't know. Well, he, he's taking that story to be something about tax collectors and taxing uh, the Christian broadcasting network. I don't know what he's talking about. I don't believe in taxing God myself. Very good, sir. Anything else you want to share? Well, where the man was on the street corner praying, well, God is, what he's saying there is, don't just be doing it to for popularity mm-hmm. to get people to look at you. Do it, you know, in a church. We pray in our church. We did tonight. Bible study. I think that uh, I think that by the you know the what I understand of what the Bible said about prayer that's it it's also inappropriate to pray in any way in any kind of a public fashion. I don't think that church church would be considered public. Ch- uh, church is where you're going with other yeah. people for that purpose. That's not necessarily public. They're talking about standing on the street corner into uh, to uh-huh. aggrandize yourself. Yeah, right. So would you say and, that the uh, people that are apparently going around in different cities, like buying billboards uh, about May 21st being the, the day of the rapture, <laughs> would those people be uh, disobeying the, the rules? Yeah, I know I know who the guy is, yeah. Well, he's, he predicted that in 1994, and it you, didn't you work. You know this guy? No, I, I know of him. Oh, I see. He, he's, a, he's considered in, Christian, in Christianity, he's considered a false teacher. Um, how how widespread is this? Because uh, here in Keene, New Hampshire, I see nothing of this. There's nobody uh, downtown holding any sign that I've seen. Uh, Mark I, Wayne, have you seen anything around here at all? No, New Hampshire is not an overly religious place, so to speak. Is, is this happening in Indianapolis? Are you, no. Are you seeing well, this? there's just, just a few people talking about it. We're not. <laughs> Most most people's not really concerned about it. So there's nobody out on the street corner. You're not seeing any billboards because no. I hear that out in San Francisco there is a billboard campaign. I heard that down in oh. Orange County, Florida, there are people out on the streets. So I'm just wondering yeah. how many, well, like in the places where there are things happening for this May 21st, how how widespread is it? Well, it it may be more widespread than I know, but uh, I, it's there. You know, you're always going to have some extreme people. Thanks for the call tonight, Jeremiah. I appreciate, uh, or Bill, rather. Thank you, uh, Bill. Appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231 as we continue here with Ray, listening in Illinois. Ray, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian, Wayne, and Mark. Good evening. How are you doing? Doing great. What's on your mind? I'm calling because uh, the Fed tab came up back in the bill, and I'm looking right at my computer screen at downsizedc.org, and I do have half of your sponsors in my email. He's introducing that. Ron Paul's introducing in a weird way uh, Fed that introduced H.R. 459 that's introducing the, the, uh, the Fed bill also, Ron Paul. As you you seem a little disjointed. Uh, I am having a little trouble following. Uh, Wayne, Mark, are you able to I follow I can't this hear call? very well what he's saying. He's so, talking uh, about a, speak, a, a bill that Ron Paul sponsored, correct? Speak directly yeah. into the phone and speak just a little more slowly. Oops, sorry about that. I do get over talking about No um, problem. I'm Colin, because um, Ron Powell has introduced the bill, the uh, Fed bill, in a weird way. It's our four five nine. Also, but the Ron audit Paul, the Fed bill. Yeah, the audit the Fed bill. Yeah, right. Got That's it. The one he's do, he's doing it in a weird way. He's introducing the it's our four five nine bill, and it's on downsidetc.org. I'm looking right at it, and I do sign up for you guys. Yeah, it's a great organization. It is. So what is weird about this? Yeah, tell us us what's different about this. What's different is he's going around the horn. Last year, it did get passed as far as I know of. No. But it got, it it did, but it got stripped way down. Well, it made it through the House, but it didn't get into the Senate. No. Get through the Senate. 
what I, what I understood is it got passed, but not okay. the way that he wanted it. You but I want right. to get your guys. I want to get your guys' thought on it because I know if you go to Infowars.org, he said it did get passed, and he had a whole article about it. Okay. But very, so very you want our down. thoughts on auditing the Fed? I believe whatever downsizedc.org says. <laughs> <laughs> I like a lot With of what they're doing. Well. Hey, thanks for the call tonight, Bill. I appreciate it. One caller behind here. Ray, thanks for the call. Uh, I appreciate hearing from you. Downsizedc.org, run by a friend of the show, Jim Babco. We've had him on uh, in the studio here, sitting with us there in that third chair, Wayne, in which you are sitting. Mm -hmm. And a heck of a nice guy. Jim Babco's got his cred when it comes to the Liberty viewpoint. Uh, He's been in the Liberty movement for a long time. He was the he was the uh, the media coordinator for the Harry Brown uh, campaign in the year 2000. That's when I first made his acquaintance, and uh, ever since the Harry Brown campaign, he's really been one of the I would say most prominent doers in the uh, in the movement, getting out there and really creating a, a brand new organization, DownsizedDC.org, and really making uh, making a difference. I think he's doing good work. Very good. Uh, as far as the audit the Fed thing, as far as his question, well, how do we feel about that? Uh, go ahead, audit him. Yeah, I think that uh, I think that they really should audit the Fed. They won't. I, I I really worry about well, the verbiage of that. Um, you know, Downsize DC does have an initiative here to let's really audit the Fed this time, and uh, you know, go there and you can sign up at downsizedc.org to send a letter to your Congress critter. Uh, don't get your hopes up, though. Yeah, getting them to do this. Even I hope if they do audit the Fed, don't get your hopes up that anything's going to change. Auditing the Fed isn't a- abolishing the Fed. It's not changing you can't the monetary system. The Fed. More coming up here. You can take control of the airwaves, bring up anything in the remaining moments of Free Talk Live coming up. Hunting, shooting, camping, apparel, auto ATV, tactical gear, survival equipment. OutdoorBunker.com is your one-stop discount shop for all your outdoor survival needs. From scopes, holsters, and knives to backpacks, flashlights, sleeping bags, and more, OutdoorBunker.com features a massive selection at incredible prices. Orders over $100 get free shipping. FTL listeners, get the UTG Deluxe Universal Horizontal Shoulder Holster for only $9.95. I've got mine. Get yours at OutdoorBunker.com slash FTL now. Live moments remain in this edition of the program. But if you don't get in tonight, no big deal. We're doing it again tomorrow. You can join us there, of course. Uh, join us wherever you get us online also at freetalklive.com. And if you enjoy the program and you want to help support Free Talk Live, then go to support us by shopping with us at shop.freetalklive.com. That's shop.freetalklive.com. And there are links there that you'll find to Amazon, different countries' Amazons. You click on the right Amazon for you, and then you just get your shopping done. Whatever it is that you need to buy, uh, you can buy it there. Of course, they've got a huge selection of books and DVDs and all other things, and office products and uh, electronics, you name it. Amazon probably sells it, and you'll probably get a really great deal as well because, uh, well, it's Amazon, and they've got, some, uh, they've got a really great system for doing business. Uh, free Super Saver shipping on a lot of their brand-new items, even used items if you want to save a few bucks. You can go through uh, shop.freetalklive.com and get your shopping done. I actually had a listener email with a, a good question about the Amazon service because I've said here – on the show that if you use our link, our Amazon link at shop.freetalklive.com, that you have to buy within 24 hours of going to that link. Now, what he was doing was he was going to shop.freetalklive.com and putting stuff in his cart, leaving it in his cart, 
and then coming back days later, going again through shop.freetalklive.com, going to his cart and checking out. And he was wondering if waiting that amount of time, because I'd always said, like, well, you have to shop within 24, you have to check out within 24 hours. That's apparently not exactly an accurate statement on my part, because apparently as long as you re-enter Amazon after 24 hours have passed through our link. So if you just get in the habit or bookmark it or whatever, yeah. if you just get in the habit of going into Amazon through shop.freetalklive.com, you can leave items sitting in your shopping cart as long as you want to leave them there. As long as you're coming back in through our link, it sets the cookie in your browser that tells Amazon to send us the credit for the, for the sale. So I was able to verify that 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 had actually worked for him. Sweet. So good to know that. Uh, shop.freetalklive.com. Get the stuff you want and help Free Talk Live at the same time. Let's go to your phone calls and talk to Mario listening in California. Mario, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian Wayne and Mark. Hey, what's going on, guys? What's on your mind tonight? Well, I wanted to talk about Arnold Schwarzenegger and him being a scumbag. Why is he a scumbag? Well, he just recently... I mean, on top of all the things, this recently came out that he had a kid with his maid, hmm. like 10 years ago. Ian probably doesn't even know this. Well, at least he didn't rape the maid, like uh, some politicians. What's this IMS, uh, this IMF uh, head actually, uh, I guess, raped right. a hotel maid or something no, no, horrible no, like that? Totally systemic. Totally systemic. I mean, it, it, you're only dealing with degrees of scumbagotry. Yeah. <laughs> at that point. Well, I guess he is married, isn't he, Arnold Schwarzenegger? Yeah. He well, was. Was yeah, he so separated anyway, at the time no, he did no, this? No, no, no. There were a lot of, even before he became the governor, though, there were some allegations of him groping women on movie sets that he worked on. And he's a hypocrite on top of that. There's the old picture of him uh, smoking a joint back from the 1980s, and then he didn't support well, this brings me cannabis. To the, to the real point. They, see, he gets in, all the guys like him, they get in because they're compromised. When they do things that they say they weren't going to do, and we wonder, oh, why are they doing this? It's because people have them by the neck. And this is a perfect example of that happening. See, they let this slide for the whole time he was in California, you know, doing all this stuff that people weren't aligned with. And I'll exclamate that with the fact that on his day out, he cut a murderer's sentence in half and didn't even talk to the parents about it. On his way out, he signed these things. And, and so, you know, if, if there was a, a, an award, I want to give it to that man. All right, man. Uh, well, there you go. Just being a POS to well, the... You know, he's a politician. <laughs> and uh, power corrupts and, and, and can, absolute power corrupts, absolutely. And even Arnold Schwarzenegger is not immune to its influences. Absolutely. And I hear a lot of, you know, I like what you guys are doing, man. You guys have really progressed as I've been listening to you, and I think it's really cool, man. Mario, thanks, thanks, for, the, thanks for the thoughts, man, and thanks for the call. I, I appreciate hearing from you. 800-259-9231. Maybe Arnold can go back to doing something productive now, like making movies. And groping women on the set. <clears throat> you know, <laughs> out in the open, where everybody powerful, knows about it. rich guys are going, and I'm not saying every one of them, but when you, you know, <laughs> there's the evolutionary imperative, which is touch... The boobies. And, <laughs> you know, like, 
when you give a guy a lot of wealth and you give him a lot of power, he's not going to have the same sort of motivations in real life to not do the touching that he might have if he were just say you know just a middle class guy trying to make it needed the mm-hmm. needed the wife in order to keep the uh, the the level of um, his lifestyle as it is that kind of thing. It it changes the motivations. I is it creepy? Yeah. Um. I but I you know they've it's, it's not it's, the worst offense. I mean, as yeah. far as the things that politicians can do, having sex with a maid is certainly not uh, consensual uh, sex, yeah, right? Consensual I mean, sex. Right. I'm uh, sure it, his wife is upset. She's going to uh, and hiding you know, it for how many years, and then finally, after not being governor anymore, you know, leaving office, then he told his wife, which it's it's admirable that he did that. And there's something admirable of uh, as to what he said after he got out of office, which was that uh, he admitted that he was corrupted by the power. Yeah, remember that the power corrupted mm-hmm. him. Remember that story? No, no, he said that the power addicted him. That's what he said. That was the terminology that he used. Yeah. And I think that is very telling is about yeah. these politicians that are out there that, look, power is addictive. Mm-hmm. It's fun. It's exciting to be that person that everybody wants to talk to because you have that vote that's going to make or break that next thing. That's a nice place to be. It's a nice place to be important uh, for you know whatever reason. Hey, since we're talking about sex, let's talk about it on the, uh, the school bus. Uh, Dayton, Ohio, an Ohio woman, this according to the AP, says a charter school is punishing her daughter for not immediately reporting that she saw two classmates having sex on a school bus and for changing her seat during the bus trip. Sandra Roundtree told the AP on Monday that her 14-year-old daughter had changed seats with a boy who wanted to sit beside a girl on the school trip. Uh, Roundtree says her daughter told uh, her at home afterward that she saw later the two having sex on the bus but was afraid to say anything. Roundtree notified school officials, uh, which why the hell would she do that? Thanks, mom. Uh, she thinks that they told her. Fr- she thinks that they told her. Excuse me. She says they told her Friday that her daughter cannot attend the eighth grade prom now or the picnic as a result. So, mom, she participated, right? It's ridiculous because she didn't tell on them. I That's guess the why this essentially is a thought crime, and this is a this is a disturbing story. I mean, it's weird having sex on the back of a school bus but uh it's disturbing from the perspective that this is what the state would love to see spread the idea that if you don't snitch if you don't tell on whoever's doing something that's supposedly bad and of course nobody got hurt in this uh this situation no actual crime was at being least committed. no teachers were involved in the sexual act there's this that time. uh and but the idea being <laughs> that if you don't snitch that that's a crime. I got that, my pencil. <laughs> that if you're too intimidated or whatever, maybe you don't think it's anybody's business, or for whatever reason you don't tell on somebody who's breaking some arbitrary government rule, that's the that is a crime. And in this case, she's being punished uh, for that so-called transgression. Yeah, I feel bad for the girl, but don't worry, prom's not that important. No. Uh, you know, so many people think that prom's this big deal. Oh, I never went. It's I a, didn't either. It's an opportunity to get a picture with somebody that uh, you'll like, never oh, see yeah, again. For, Forget looking at that person. That's not important. It's actually, me in this picture. That's I actually important. had a girlfriend, but I decided we'd go out to dinner instead because I didn't want to get caught up in this whole popularity contest parade mm-hmm. that the prom is. And I, I, you know, I'm glad I didn't go. Yeah. I went like four to four different proms, and you know, I, I don't, you know, nothing, <laughs> nothing that great about it. You were Mister High School Stud, huh? I don't know that that's the case, but um, four know, of them. I went to four Even different. As fr- proms. A freshman, you did, huh? No, as I went to two in one year. I went as a sophomore with a senior to a different uh, high school. Wow, it's amazing to see those pictures of like, oh my god, I look like my (laughs) hair looked like that. (laughs) Girls were not with you with that hair. Yeah, and they did. Did you get anywhere afterwards? 
What, what at the prom? Different, d- different levels with yeah. the different girls at different proms. What base? What? Well, it, dep- <laughs> it depends <laughs> on the girl. Find the bases. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> he doesn't want to talk. He's, uh, he's well, what, what am I supposed to do? We got yeah. names and dates? <laughs> these, people, these people have families and lives. That's right. They have parents with guns, One too. of them wasn't named Lola, was she? There was not a Lola, no. no. Okay. With no. a deep voice? Just checking. Did you do the Crocodile Dundee test on her? I did the, I don't know what that is. How about the Crocodile Rock? <laughs> I did go with, uh, you know, Stag at one of them. That was my, my own junior prom or something like What's that. I mean Stag, was Without it? a date. Oh, I see. Yeah. What do you do there? Just like stand around and you dance with different girls. That way you don't have to so dance with the same girl. There are other girls time. who don't have dates at the prom. Is that the idea? Sure. I gotcha. Yeah. See, I've never been to one of these things, so I have no idea. I think I went to one dance when I was did in school. Did the nerd school not have proms? <laughs> They did, they did, but uh, I actually was out of that school by that time because uh, I, I, I dropped out uh, to from the. You didn't have a junior senior prom. It was just a senior prom. Yeah, it was just a senior prom. Although you could invite whoever you wanted, right, to the senior prom. But I dropped out of the gifted school and went to regular school so I could bring my grade point average up. I see. Because I didn't like doing any work, <laughs> and I got A's not doing any work, whereas I was getting C's at the gifted school not doing any work. Gotcha. So we're out uh, tonight, back uh, tomorrow night. You can join us online in the meantime at freetalklive.com and stop snitching. You know the Constitution like the back of your hand. You've read books, listened to podcasts, attended lectures, surfed websites, and watched videos. You've made liberty your life's goal, but something seems to be missing. Stickers from LibertyStickers.com. Exercise your freedom of speech with the world's most dangerous bumper stickers. That's LibertyStickers.com. But wait. There's more. You can buy Liberty Stickers wholesale. Get them for 99 cents each when you put 100 or more in your shopping cart in any combination. Sell them or give them away. They're great for gun shows, flea markets, fairs, outreach, and more. Earn extra money, promote freedom, and spread the word. Need custom stickers, labels, or decals for your organization or business? Liberty Stickers makes them. Go to LibertyStickers.com to order or call 877-873-9626. LibertyStickers.com, the world's most dangerous stickers.